<laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, okay. 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 Wow. Wow. What a way to start. What a way to start. Hello, everyone. Yeah. Oh, and welcome to the Friendly Sparring Podcast. <laughs> the podcast where Leo is pretty high and I'm very, very high. Yeah. We're on the on the zoot train right now. We're on the train <clears throat> to Zootsville. On the road to hell, there was a railroad line. Sure, sure. And it was a fucking Zootsville train. Zootsville train. <laughs> Wait for me. I'm zooted. That's actually going to come up. Singing way too many songs. The... Way hey, too man. many songs. Zootsville. Not even enough. What are you talking about? Well, later we'll be singing more songs. Wow. Later okay. That really talking. just hit me. Okay. Now it's just hitting me. <laughs> yeah. Now it's I want to go to bed now. <laughs> so all right you go to bed i'll do the right. show yeah, i'll be recording good. still yeah sounds good yeah <laughs> oh my god if you're not fucking watching this on patreon you have to watch it this patreon leo's in fucking bed in his bed which is always in frame when he's in california um we got a hell of a show in store uh for you it's okay you didn't miss much i was just laughing okay good <laughs> and i was explaining to people that aren't on patreon patreon hey, if you're not on patreon just just get going hey bro that was me trying to get, get people on patreon oh yeah no that was great um and that's exactly what i'm doing i'm plugging it right now like i don't <sighs> sorry i stopped your you plug didn't... yeah you stopped the plug uh you stopped the butt plug but anyways i'm but i'm plugging <laughs> but patreon. you're plugging okay nice yeah. Good. Uh, but to make it like, but you know what I mean. Like when people say, "Oh, that was good," but this, and they were too high for that. Too <laughs> high for that. Too high for the analogy. <laughs> you sound like Professor Frank from The Simpsons. Well, you see, the problem is, like, no, the problem is the uh, what are you doing here? Get the fuck out of here! I'm about to shoot up this school. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, callback to last episode. Callback. Um, speaking of callbacks. You were booked I in a show? <laughs> no, I didn't get it. <laughs> they were like, hey, uh, your uh, audition was great. Obviously, you're amazing. I mean, hello. What, what show? You have like a really big penis. But your schedule is too full. And I was like, Damn. No, because so I'm in another one already that we've talked yeah. about before, Peter and the Sarcastic. Okay, Catcher. cool. But yeah. the Stone Church where I did um, <clears throat> the last show, Much Ado, they're doing a fall musical. They're doing Little Women. And I was like, oh, I really want to do that. Um, yeah. I want to do them both at the same time. And they were like, Yeah, sorry, that uh, other show has you rehearsing all the time. And we only rehearse during like those once times. a week or something like that. We fucking just. No offense exactly. to. Oh, by the way, his wife got into it. So yeah, yeah, no, she did. She did get into it. Um, so <laughs> she is on the other one. Yeah, not to make no, uh, Stone Church players open. feel bad. Yeah, I, I feel bad now because I made it seem like they were like bums. <laughs> I mean, rehearsal bums. Wow. Okay, but your wife's in it. All right. So this is a really tricky no, road for you to be on. Okay. She's a, she's a diamond. No, my wife is great, hey, but a production oh, company, hey. on the other hand, yeah. Guess what? bunch of bumps right. so i don't i don't think they listen but just well if they case, do listen i feel bad because you already said to them you were like 
I mean, they are bums, but my wife's great, but they're bums. I never said that. Okay, check but the, the tape. Hesit- I will check the tape. The hesitation in your voice showed you that you were like, they're pretty. I'm not going to say the word bad because they might be listening, but, you know, mm. rhymes with. I did talk about them in therapy, so. <laughs> <laughs> I just took Leo. They out. ate shit. <laughs> And no, uh, no, no, we're going to go watch his wife perform with them. So, you know, if you're in the New Jersey area, go buy tickets. Are you are you coming? Are you going to be in Massachusetts during that time? Uh, when's Kate's show? October. No. Okay. <laughs> but there For is mine. A, there is a possibility I could be going to your show. OK, but um, we'll talk about that. Yeah. If you don't, I'll, I'll uh, be really sad. Just kidding. Mm, it's a yeah, it's a really far drive. Don't give a shit uh, if you're sad. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I uh, yeah, I think there's a possibility I could, I could do some. I could, might show up drunk. I, I'll I only cheer whenever you walk out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whenever, yeah, you gotta treat it like a pro wrestling show. Yeah. Can I play Stone Cold Steve Austin's music when you come out? The glass breaks. <laughs> <laughs> And then, uh, but, you, but you come out only that night as Stone Cold Steve Austin and you perform the entire role as Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> I love it. The idea is, is really spinning in your head. If you guys are on Patreon, I don't know if you saw, but he was really in I that like, moment. Like he was I like, do this. oh yeah. Oh yeah, that definitely would be the most entertaining thing ever. I'm going to whip your ass, kid. <laughs> I love it. Um, well, you know this is we love starting off great. Getting questions <clears throat> from listeners. No, no, this can be as long as it wants to. I don't know if you got to run. I like getting questions. Yeah, uh, I just saw an opportunity for a segue, but we can continue to jack off if that's what you want to do. Well, what do the Patreons think? Pa- Patreons. Yeah. Patrons think. Hey, go ahead and answer. Mm-hmm. Okay, they say questions. They say questions. They say questions. Yeah. I see. That's a that was a one of better segue. That was a better segue. Yeah. Because you wouldn't have been able to say that we're jacking <laughs> off, and I wouldn't yeah. have been able to ask the patrons, "What should we do?" <clears throat> there Guys, go. living in a time loop. So here we go. Let's do the time warp again. Honestly, that's what's going to happen this entire episode. Yeah. He's going to say something, and then I'm going to answer the question, and then I'm going to say, "What was the answer to that question again?" And it'll be my answer, and I won't remember it. You don't even know the half of it, dude. Dude, I don't even know the full of it. So let's keep going. <laughs> Obviously, if you don't know the half, if you don't know the full. <laughs> yeah, it's it, okay. It's kick it in. All right, let's get to these. Uh, these. Well, before we before <laughs> oh, we get to oh. the voice questions. <laughs> what i love it hey, before, let's, hey you go let's hey. get to these questions i go let's get to these questions you go let's get to these questions then you go before we get to these questions hey what's going on hey whatever i decide is going on <laughs> you were literally like let's get to these questions we both went back and forth for a while and then you're like hold on whoa well, <laughs> what I was going to say is before we get to the voice questions or the Twitter questions, I wanted to read the patron question first. Oh, 
And now, now you just reminded me that even before we segued, I was trying to read a text from Rhino that I just got. (laughs) (laughs) Because I sent a question to him on his show. Oh, great. Uh, I said, you know, if you were to create a sport that's like kind of like a hybrid of MMA and boxing, like what parts of each one would you choose and kind of like how would you put it together? And I referenced in that like the Marcus of Queensbury rules um, and uh, which is like the rules from the 1800s. They're like the, the core like boxing rules. Uh, I don't know if they've changed or adapted much because like, I give up fuck about boxing but um sorry right <laughs> but um he's he texts me as we're recording he says i'm stoked that you knew about the marcus of queensbury rules that shit is from the mid 1800s um so yeah just a quick plug for rhino show even though he is also sending a question later um as he mentioned right. okay now to the questions now to the page patreon questions yeah the the patreon question there was only by the one. way this is apple juice everyone no alcohol in this I'm only going zoot suit today. Yeah, we're only not getting sloppy, dude. Um, when I went to 265 with Isha, um, she's uh, a year so like a little bit over a year sober, and I wanted to like honor that and not um, drink. And I, I was like, you know, let's just have edibles. We're just gonna have all the fucking Delta Eight edibles. And uh, when we met, she was like, you know, you don't have to. Like, that's fine. Like, I'm not offended. Like, just go live your best. I was, I was like, oh, you don't understand. Like, once I've made the choice, I. If I try to have alcohol while also high, not yeah, gonna end it's well. Not, yeah, <laughs> yeah, especially like, no, you, you're 75 milligrams in. You're 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 so far, and she's like, you can drink, and you're like, hey man, I'm on another planet right now. Yeah, the planet that I'm on doesn't have alcohol. Yeah, okay, so. <laughs> it never will. They haven't invented it yet. Yeah, it's five o'clock nowhere. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, they go from one, two, three, four, skip five straight to six. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no alcohol. No one getting off at five and drinking. It's like 458, 459. Someone tries to make the fucking joke. It's five o'clock. Nope, six o'clock. And they're like, ah. <laughs> oh, well, I guess we can't drink now. That's the planet I'm on. Yeah. All right. Patreon planet. Patreon <clears throat> planet. Planet Patreon, where our girl, the filthy casual, sent in a question. <laughs> Can I tell you something? <laughs> I've only told uh, her. No, no, don't tell me. Um, no, someone don't. that listens to the show, and I won't name them. Uh, we're we're this like is getting we, weird. Uh, we were talking, and uh, this is getting that, really weird. Stop! Stop! <laughs> and he was like, "Is she hot? She sounds hot." And I was just like, "Well, I'll let you see for yourself." I'll let you decide and it was like well yeah that's all i wanted to say it's not you built it up in your mind to be this whole thing and it's not yeah but why <laughs> well, but why talk about it i don't understand anyways uh, <laughs> i don't understand all right let's keep moving it's just a quick anecdote bro <laughs> quick she says, "Okay, have any of okay. these? So not alcohol, but you're drinking it like alcohol with the with the glass like that, like this. Have any of these? Fuckers. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> bro. If you she, guys haven't she watches, seen, uh, I think yeah, you should leave. If you guys way. haven't seen, I think you should leave. Oh you're doing God. you're doing a very big doing disservice to a comedy. Disservice. <laughs> you're you're depriving yourself of that fucking magic. It's <laughs> the most magic." Too. 
It's the most magic you've ever seen. These fuckers. <laughs> ever just like <laughs> do a big blast and have a big cum shot. Big cum shot. <laughs> I can't. I can't. It's so stupidly hilarious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we could go off on this tangent forever. So let's see what she has to say. She <clears> says, <throat> What's one thing everyone should eat before they die? Deep fried artichokes. Bro, I was hoping you were going to say that, dude. What? Oh my God. I Cheers. literally randomly thought of that the other day. And I was going to find someone to bring it up. I was like, I hope he says different artichokes. We're on a fucking psychic link right now. You have no idea. Well, to be honest with you, the reason. Okay. So I am um, what they call a, a foodie. Oh, foodie. I, I think you're going to talk about the meat reference, but go ahead. No, no meat references. Anyway, regardless, um, I. I don't even like to use the term foodie. I don't think a lot of people do. I like food that tastes delicious and I've dropped <clears throat> copious amounts of money on good food before. So with that people being who are said, actually foodies don't call themselves foodies. It's people that aren't. They'll be like, well, I'm not really a foodie. Yeah. That's like, the what only are you talking time about? that term ever comes up. Fucking food is delicious and it gets more delicious when you go different places. I'm just telling you guys, try new things. It's amazing. So one of the things I tried, I was driving on a road trip with my ex-girlfriend uh, down the PCH <clears throat> my ex-girl my baby mama kayla I, was say, I couldn't remember this is a long time ago so i couldn't remember if it yeah, was the ex uh, fr- yeah friend of the show not really she doesn't listen and <laughs> mother of my child well, if she does she's gonna roast your ass she's not gonna roast my ass because i already told her that i'm zooted so good luck with that <clears throat> anyway we're driving down the highway. Your hair is so mm-hmm. 2001 Panic at the Disco right now. Yeah, I'm tr- yeah, well, also what's I'm even big worse fan, by the way. What's even worse is that it's like like the headphones kind of yeah. look like my hair, so it, it actually looks more like a helmet. Yeah, like the helmet from Flight of the Concords. This is actually how I used to look in high school, Patreon nice. fans, pa- patrons. Yeah, anyway, it's kind of like when you <clears throat> when you live with the uh when you live with me. Wow, this is the longest tangent we've ever had. Okay, so driving I'm down dri- PCH. Yeah, driving with down the PCH. Baby Mama. And uh, not my baby mom at the time. I hadn't impregnated her yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yet, uh, but we're driving down the PCH and been. I can't remember where we're stopping between somewhere between Monterey Bay and Santa Barbara, I think. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and <clears throat> and we stop at the Shout stand. Jimmy the drunk lives in Santa Barbara right now. Great. Thank you. Uh, okay. And we stopped at this little store and it said deep fried artichokes. And I was like, huh, I don't know if I'm going to like that. Uh, but let's try them because obviously I, I being from Texas and <clears throat> being from the South, I guess deep fried pickles are just like oh, a, yeah. big, oh. a big thing. Uh, the biggest thing. I mean, and for I everyone, really say deep fried butter, but I just mean, well, there is that, but that's only at the Texas State Fair, which yes. was pretty cool. But anyway, anyway, um, the so deep fried artichokes had had something I never sorry was something I never thought of because I was like, oh, deep fried pickles. Everybody knows everybody loves. But dude, I'm telling you. Deep fried artichokes are mind-blowingly delicious, especially if they're fried and egged and everything right. If you're vegan, sorry. But if you're vegetarian, mm, mm, good. Um, You know what I mean? Uh, So definitely try deep fried artichokes. Everyone should try deep fried artichokes. It's it's life-changing. If you're like, I only like deep fried pickles, 
try the artichoke 100%. and then be, and then, but the worst part is I will ruin your life because no restaurant will have them anymore, except right. for like Olive Garden, which is everywhere. Anyway, <laughs> they don't have, I would literally just ate there. Um, what I thought you were going to say, because, uh, and aside oh, the, from the, oh, the meat. Yeah. Cause I've never had me and shut the fuck up about the hummus. <laughs> uh, uh, you were like, Hey, just try deep fried artichokes taste same. Or you said that was like the texture at least. It was like very meaty kind of. Yeah, it's just meaty. It's a real beefy steering wheel. Just, yeah. <laughs> oh man, I can't believe you brought that back. Um, Why would anyone ever nice use that to meaty. describe anything? Please don't say that. When you're holding a steering wheel in your hand, don't look me in the eye and say, yeah, it's a nice, nice beefy steering wheel. Like, oh. It's like literally, it's like, oh, suck like my call- cock already. Jesus yeah, Christ. exactly. <laughs> That's like a fucking callback to Borat when he's getting the fucking uh, driving lessons and he's like, why I hold like this? Because then it would look like I'm holding a gypsy when I eat my crumb. <laughs> my crumb. All right. Uh, oh, just yours. So what's my yours? Answer. Um, deep fried artichokes. Deep fried artichokes. Um, I was going to say, and it's nothing specific, really good vegan food. Because okay. there are people who have never eaten vegan food and they're like, oh, every meal has to have me. I just killed Leo. He's laying down. Uh, there are fucking people that are like, bro, oh, stop, stop. Uh-uh. I can't. We can't. We cannot do this. Why not? What are you like, dude? You can't do that. You can't. If I said, oh, just try a deep fried vegetable someday. Don't do that. What do you, your thing? What do you think? This is when you die, like before you okay. die, not like, oh, just try vegan. Vegan food is mm. delicious. I agree. But what do you think is the best vegan food you've ever had? Okay. <clears throat> Great. The Mexican omelet at Love Seed it. to Sprout, which is a vegan restaurant in Fairhaven, New Jersey. Boom. I What's have in one it? in Avon by the Sea, I think. It's literally uh, the base of the omelet is like soaked cashews that are like blended up or whatever and mixed with tofu. Okay. And they use that to make like the egg quote unquote. And it actually chars really nicely to look like an omelet. And it kind of like is, it folds nicely and they make like a fake meat out of like sunflowers, sunflower seeds and some really fucking good guac on top and pico de gallo with potatoes and marinated kale on the side. It fucking slaps. So that's what you should have before you die. Yeah. Yeah. So when I um, ultimately end up on death row and I have to order my last meal, remember that as the executor of my estate. Yeah. I can't wait till you end up on death row. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't wait either. I'm just fucking salivating thinking about it right now. Yeah. That's the only time I'll ever get to have that. Yeah. I can't wait till you, you end up on death row and you have to meet uh, like 19 other juices. The. That's what I can't wait for. You think it's going to be something like, oh, what's your name? Juice. No, it ain't. No, it's not. Because guess what? I'm also juice. And so is he. And we're bigger than you. And we fuck. And I'm like, oh. Uh, Can we just be, can I just be the non-fuck juice? Is that, is that available? Yeah. Is that, can I just be the, the bitch juice? Is that possible? Like a little bitch juice, like a side of it? Also, I'm not overly familiar with death row, but I think they're like isolated from each other. Yeah. Like, but, like but I didn't they, just say I'm going to prison. I said death row. Yeah, but they're definitely shouting out like of their cells like, oh, fucking baby juice over there. Fucking <laughs> bitch ass, ba- bitch ass baby juice. But they're like also like, you know, 
a cast of characters. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm just trying to read my book. Oh. Can I just have some peace? <laughs> Do you guys have peace tea here? Does anybody know? This is death row, right? I'm pretty sure I asked for Kale and this is Romaine. Oh, man. That would be you. Uh, that would. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, thank you so much, Filthy, for that question. That was a filthy question. <laughs> Zooted. Um, zooted. <laughs> zoot suit riot. <laughs> Have you heard the weird Al version of that song? Uh, no. It's like grapefruit diet. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta lay off the pizza and beer. Oh my god. <clears throat> All right. The aforementioned rhino is first up on the uh, voice questions. Let's do it. And here. It's his question. Hey, Juice and Leo, it's your big homie Rhino from the Combat Sports the Rhino podcast. So on my show, the ninth round with Rhino is always the same for every fighter that I interview. And that's when I ask them what their post-fight meal is and where is it from. So you got to keep in mind, you have not been able to have this particular food or type of food for weeks and possibly even longer. Uh, so you've really been kind of dieting down and, and it's a whole, it's a whole thing. So for you two guys, if you guys were to, let's say, make your pro debut and you, you don't have your favorite or one of your favorite things to eat for weeks and weeks, what is going to be your go-to food? If you were going to have your first fight, what would be that on the menu for that fight night? Love to hear the answers. Love you guys. Love the show. Talk to you later. Peace. A nice pussy salad with a side of tomato soup. He said weeks, right? <laughs> the fucking expression on your face and the tone of what you just said. I expect you to say, we're all thinking it. <laughs> He said weeks, right? He said possibly longer weeks. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, uh, ooh, this is, I mean, another food question, weirdly. <laughs> did you already listen to this question before? Uh, yes, I did. Okay, so you just but, happened to line food on the brain. Listen, bro, I wanted to do patron first, and he, and then we do always do voice questions and then Twitter questions, and he was the first voice question. That's just literally timing. Thematically lined up. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, they're food questions. They're, yeah. they're, and if, you, if you've never listened to um, Combat Sports with Rhino, anyone <clears> listening, um, he always does a, an interview with a fighter and he, or, or sometimes it's a, like he interviewed John Anik one time and Michael Morgan one time where we got the mighty meaty. Honestly, I, I, Rhino, I you have no you, idea what that has done to Leo's it's household. Rhino, I said so much. So I couldn't stop laughing because the way the juice would say it. And then he, then he I showed me the clip. The clip. And then, and then I listened to it, and then I kept saying it over and over again. I kept saying like "mighty meaty," and I kept saying it. And then my son started saying it, and I couldn't stop laughing. And then my ex started saying it, and every now and then I'll say it, and then my son will say it back to me. So it's it's in my life now forever. It's literally I want to like clue everyone in. He fucking Half asked the food question to Michael Morgan, and he's like. I just got roasted for this the other night on Spaces, and here's my pizza order. It's half mighty meaty. Half. <laughs> and, he was like, and, he was like, and he explains what mighty meaty is, and then he's like, half anchovy and olive. 
And I was like, yeah, you rightly got crucified for that. That shit is like, even if you eat me, that's fucking gross, dude. <laughs> even if you eat meat. My, either way, mighty meaty is in my vocabulary now. So Mighty meaty. <laughs> for me, it's nachos. I cannot go like a week without having nachos. So if I have wow. to do that for a fight camp and I um, fucking like I'm depraved of that, I'm going in. I'm making them. And he, sometimes they'll ask the fighters on the show like, oh, if it's like from a specific restaurant or whatever. Like, where are you going? No restaurant comes close to the nachos I make at home. It's <laughs> good. You gotta roast uh, the chips in the oven. Yeah. Don't burn them, uh, because then Essie will say something. Yeah, ditchy. you must have had an infinity for them, because like you burned them that one time, and then yeah. you were just like, I just gotta get this right. <laughs> yeah. No. From here on out, roast the chips, melt the cheese, mix it with, and then on, on while while that's going on, I'm I'm making a mixture of beans, um, onions, cumin, fake meat. More cumin, just all the cumin. Sometimes a little taco seasoning depends on. So much cumin. So much cumin. I'm <clears throat> cumin all over it. Yep. These are his homemade nachos, ladies and gentlemen. And then I put it all over there. Put oh, some salsa. oh, what? He just got drunk. I put it in there. I just, I put it in there. You literally got so drunk for two seconds. You, I, I, just, I put it, put it in there. And then you just you just put them all together. And you make like a nacho casserole. And then just, okay, okay, got with it. shredded lettuce on top. Oh. oh. Anyway, that, I'm missing a few things, but that's because <laughs> I, <laughs> I literally can't go a week without them. I make them myself. Don't know what's in them, but here we are. No, I just feel like I'm like talking and talking and I don't want to like talk. Dude, who doesn't like food talk? Okay. So keep going. What are the other ingredients? Actually, the only thing I didn't talk? say was uh, I'll put a vegan sour cream on top. Ah, uh, boring. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I worked for... really hard on that. <laughs> you obviously do because they're yours and they're better than any restaurant you've ever had. So Only one that comes close, Baja Fresh. Oh, wow. And one t- this is the Zooted episode one time. I think I've told this before. I definitely told on the LA stories and on fighting with myself. I got so fucking high, dude. And I, I, I'm pretty sure it was when I was on crutches for my sprained ankle. The first one I had when you still lived at 318. Mm-hmm. I went in there high as fuck on the one on Sunset and Vine, which is no longer there. It's like some fucking noodle place or whatever the fuck. And I yeah. was like, I ordered my nachos in Spanish. I was like, dame un, un plato de nachos con egg. And I was like, extra, extra, extra. I said it like five times queso and they were like all look at each other i was like i said what i said i Five. fucking said what i said and he piled that bitch up Cinco. dude he's like the patients will be able to see it was like as tall as my face he made he made a uh, what you just made a cheese. reference to is about the size of a average man's penis is relatively yeah. what he the size of my face by. relatively yeah relatively about that size of what he made yeah relatively. anyways yeah and then they i put that nacho dick in me he put that nacho dick in him. You heard it here, folks. Nacho dicks. Yeah. Inside his mouth. Yeah. Nacho dick is mine. So dumb. This sounds like he's eating a bunch of dicks. Yeah. 
They're for me. My I can I could just imagine you going to a fucking swingers party and be like, don't get away from those. Those are mine. Nachos. You got it? Nachos. Get the fuck away from those dicks. Get yeah. the fuck Me away. Going to a swingers party and telling people not to fuck. No, no, so no, 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 no. You're you're the only one getting. Yeah, the only one. No, like, no, no. No, you're hoarding them. They're yeah. yours. Those are my. You do one of these. You got these yeah. two right, but then you also got them here too. Oh, and the, the, oh, and the cook of the oh, yeah. <laughs> Look at that. That's four. And one then, in the and mouth. The time I'm like, Debbie does balance. I got shit on me. Everybody, get the fuck back. No, not you. You stay here. My dicks. All five of them. Welcome to the Friendly Sparring Podcast. Sad. They're like, what the fuck? Shouldn't have came to one with juice because he's got nacho dicks. Yeah. So uh, I guess mine would probably be like a nice suit. <laughs> Oh no, um, dude. If I was deprived for a couple of weeks of something. Oh my God. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. I want to have uh, Brussels sprouts and <laughs> just a nice, uh, you know what? A little bit of active charcoal just to get my tummy right. <laughs> um, I would probably do, I haven't had it for weeks. Um, <clears throat> I think I know your answer, dude. What do you think it is? The Koji truck. Mm, mm, yeah, it would be the Kogi truck, not the Koji truck. But yeah, mm, the I've Kogi truck sounds anyway. good. Mm, okay, but, mm, yeah, the but, way he, but the way the owner <laughs> yeah, pronounces it, that's the owner the pronounces it Kogi, so South pronounced. Kogi truck. Yeah, he came up with it. The fact that you're so bullish on the pronunciation proves I'm right. Okay, but it's also not. So anyway, so no big deal. So you get fighters' names right all the time, but can't say Kogi. But anyway, here we are. Well, I've never had it, so. Oh, yeah, they didn't have the vegan options whenever you were, when it was around in your time. It's still going strong. Yeah, that's probably a good one. I mean, because oh, shit, and that's, based Actually, on, that's also based on me listening to the show and, and knowing like sometimes fighters will pick like a certain restaurant kind of thing, and that's like your, oh. your go to. Also, I will say that the deep fried artichoke from before, I don't want to say strike that, but like they're good. But you got everyone to eat a best friend in Vegas, in Las Vegas. Uh, is that Roy Choi's other restaurant? Yes, uh, everyone mm. just get the five course meal, get the get the most expensive five course meal. I think it's like 80 bucks for per person, but you know. It's not like it's yeah. that much, like just fucking do it. But anyway, yeah. um, it's it's just one of the best meals you'll ever have in your life. So shout out to Roy Choi and the Kogi truck. And probably, yeah, I'd have Kogi if I were building up for a fight camp. And after I was done, after I was done with my pussy salad inside a tomato soup, I would have tomato Kogi. soup is so gross. <clears throat> right, you don't like it because it has uh, like like cream in it, right? Like it's well, you can have it without it just you know yeah but with good. it it's pretty good but have you had it on the I, side of a pussy stone that's I, the question i'll have to ask for it next time i go out yeah next time you get some pussy, just ask for a side of tomato just, soup 
after you're done chowing down, just ask for a little side and a little soup. Yep. Aerate. 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 Both of them. Okay. Anyways, wow. Thank you, Rhino, for that amazing question. Um, oh, this one from Kairos is so good. Here we go. What's going on, fellas? I have a simple question, except it's not simple at all. Oh, geez. Why the fuck are they trying to do Whaley versus Rose 2 <laughs> as if Whaley didn't get knocked out in the first round in like two minutes time? If you were the UFC, how do you justify putting together that fight again while Carla Esparza is on a four-fight winning streak, if I'm not mistaken, and next in line? Please, please make it make sense. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> All right. It's the laugh at the end for me. <laughs> All right. He's like, thank you guys so much. <laughs> oh, dude. Before we answer the question, I am really drinking this like alcohol, huh? You are. You are drinking it like alcohol. You have it in <clears> fucking <throat> on the rocks glass, like a whiskey glass. This is too tall to be an on the rocks glass, okay? Mm, Look how tall that is. It's too it tall. <clears throat> if I move it back here, it's really small. But if I move it up yeah, to the camera, whoa. it's pretty big. Whoa. Um, yeah, you stupid. are drinking it like yeah, alcohol. Yeah, that was really stupid. Uh, <laughs> let's keep going. Uh, <clears throat> I was listening to Shots Fired before we recorded <clears throat> or earlier in today, and they were interviewing. <clears throat> um, Fernand Lopez, uh, Cyril Gan's trainer, coach, and also Nganu's former coach. And they were talking about the mat before Fernand got on. Like, Fernand, like, jumped in the Zoom, like, halfway through recording. And um, they were talking. I think it was G's, like, question that she proposes, like, the format of the show. And she was like, why are people hyping up Gan as if Nganu isn't, like, this fucking destroyer of worlds like gone just this new guy coming up like why are people so high on him or whatever but both g and michael were like no yeah he is great he's gonna beat nganu but kairos is like i'm fucking sticking to my guns he's like are you kidding me and Ganu's gonna fucking wreck this dude and then the fernand thing was kind of a surprise i think or at least they didn't think he was coming on that soon like michael was like yes i sent you the link it's in your whatsapp yeah come on man mercy mercy and then Kairos is like, oh, it, just so you know, I'm not backing down. It's about to be three versus one up in this. I'm not going to fucking change this because of this man. Like, I'm still fucking picking Nganu. I was like, yeah, dude, I like that energy. <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck. Mm. But the question about Whaley Rose, too. Dude, let me tell you something. First of all, I was, gonna, I was about to look up, but I forgot because my uh, I'm pretty sure Carla was on a four or five win streak going into her last fight and then was five. But to this point, it's even worse. But yeah, it's at least four, if not five, win streak for Carlos Barza. She, I mean, it was back in the day, but she has a win over Rose. It's, it's, it needs to happen. And they're starting to talk about Whaley Rose too. You know why, dude? Business. It is all about business. It is all about the fucking different markets that they're trying to get into. And I believe that they're really trying to, to still have a hold on the Chinese market by having Wei Li as champion. And they want to see if she can beat Rose because like, if you think about it, Zhang Wei Li, and I know there's a lot of Zhang Wei Li fans that listen to this podcast and they like really love her story and how like awesome and humble she is and wholesome and whatever. And like, I get it. That's fine, dude. That's fine. But like, 
she only fought like three fights in the UFC before she fought for the title. They rushed her anyway. So mm-hmm. don't sit down she's just like dominant champion because she's going to like the fight of the year with Joanna and that like warrants a rematch. No. Back of the line, yo. Give Carla a shot. That's what I think. I, I think that the fight of the year warrants the <laughs> the rematch. I fucking hate you. I, well, I'm, I mean, I'm, he said, if I'm the UFC, I'm telling, I'm like, that's, mm. that's my, that's my argument is that oh, okay. it won fight of the year last year. Um, so, and at the end so, of the day, so at the end of the day, just fight, give me your like, fucking money. Like, just give me your money. You're going to watch it. Aren't you? You're really right? taking the, if I were the UFC. Yeah. If I was, the, yeah. If I was the UFC, you're going to watch it. Aren't you illegally too? Like, I don't even care. So just watch it. <laughs> You know, you're reminding me of you're reminding me of um, of Ariel Hawani, how he's like critical of the UFC deal, or the or the UFC uh, Reebok deal, which is now Venom, uh, and he's critical of like other things like Usada and things like that. Um, and someone asked him once, they were like, "If you were president of the UFC, would you give him the Reebok deal?" And he's like, "No, if I'm president of the UFC, that only benefits me. I'm, of course, I'm keeping it." And I was like, "Yeah." Yeah, so it's like that's you know, shitty. Like I said, that's my argument. My well, I mean, not really. I mean, <clears throat> it was fight of the year, dude. How many fights are there a year? Willie Yoana was fight of the year. Sure, Willie was a fucking one minute knockout. Sh- sure, sure, but how many fights? It was are there? Fi- yeah. How many fights are there in a year? Well, to be fair, that was in February of 2020 when there were no fights for two months. Oh, two months. Almost. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, far cool. less, I'm saying, but not uh, okay, dude. COVID canceled Tony Khabib. You tell me that couldn't have been fight of the year. Well, maybe not. Mm, yeah, I mean, we don't we know. know I mean, everyone thought that you know, no. everyone thought that all the championship, every fight. I mean, every fight would have been fight of the year, but this that really did it. And but also more importantly, um, Chinese market. What do you what do you talk Chinese market? We need the businessman. By the way, yeah. speaking of which, Chinese market. I just watched the movie The Terminal yesterday. Terrible, <laughs> terrible movie, bro. Just <laughs> terrible. I, I mean, like, it was weird. The beginning part, like, I don't know who wrote the script, but it was like there were these um, Stanley Tucci's characters, like uh, over overseeing JFK's um, like Homeland Security, you know, uh, part of the um, airport, <clears throat> and the first like. 10 minutes of the movie before we even get introduced to Tom Hanks. Um, he's like, when's the last time you saw a bunch of Chinese tourists going to going to Disneyland and not have any cameras on them? And you then all of a sudden it cuts. Get the, cat. Oh, get the cat. All right, go ahead. And then it cuts to um, a bunch of like Chinese men with Mickey Mouse T-shirts on like the same sweater running through the airport and then it just goes right to tom hanks and, and there's like oh what are you coming for and i was like what are we supposed to assume they just fucking did like it was bad i was like jesus christ i don't know it, it's a bad movie just just watch it and it's it's really dated and stanley chuchi's character doesn't really exactly make a lot of sense um <clears throat> there's one part where he made a really interesting acting choice uh for all my actors out there um there's a scene where a bunch of the security guards are watching the for all uh, my actors out there are watching the security camera, <clears throat> right? Stanley Tucci and we're watching. So the, the way that the shot works, the way the shot is done, let's do it. Sorry. This way, this way. 
Stanley Tucci is walking in from over here and the camera's following him, right? So as it's following him, <clears throat> it gets to the security guards who are looking at the screen and Stanley Tucci does this. What's, uh, what's going on guys? As though they're not all looking at the same fucking monitor. Bad on Stanley Tucci. Bad acting choice. Stanley Tucci made a bad acting choice. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, if that was the camera's oh direction God, and how and how Steven Spielberg directed him to move, bad direction, bad acting. Not meaning to say that about Stanley Tucci, but it was just a very bad acting choice. It was very strange. They're all looking at a monitor, literally does both ways, and then comes back and goes, what's going on? As though they're not looking at the screen. Oh my God. And dude. he already knows this guy's trouble anyway. Anyway. Oh, and then also Tom Hanks learns how to speak English in the terminal from in like 30 fucking seconds. Like, what the fuck is happening? Watch the You're terminal. Right. Steven Spielberg's worst movie since all of them. Since all of them. <laughs> Leo texted me last night. He said, Hey. We should start a spaces. And I said, <laughs> absolutely the fuck not. And I don't know why. <laughs> well, first of all, I was watching Netflix with Kate. Like we don't have a lot. Like she leaves tomorrow for a little road trip with her family. And, you know, we're chilling. Watching Jane the Virgin. But also, I kind of hate spaces if it's not the right people. And it just opens mm. up for like faceless. Hey, bro, the spaces would have just there. been me and you. <laughs> That's not true. You can't just like. You can, I mean, mute them. Take you can mute them. You can mute motherfuckers. Yeah. Mute those motherfuckers. If someone starts saying something, just bam. All right. Oh, bam, my space. Literally, mm -hmm. this is my space. Not Joe Dick's, my space. My space. Oh, man. Wow. Um, what was the question? <laughs> oh, Whaley. Yeah, Chinese market. Fight of the year. <laughs> That's my UFC. Hey, I, I can't. I absolutely cannot. I, I don't know who I am anymore, or where we are, or what this is. Wow, well, you're so you're not that I anymore. I'm pretty. I'm pretty. <laughs> All right. Stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. All right. This is a great question from our boy Ty Fly Guy from the Front Kicks and Throat Cuddles podcast. <laughs> What's up, guys? It's Ty from the Front Kicks and Throat Cuddles podcast. I was kind of struggling to find a question, but I just came up with this one at the top of my head. If you take away Valentina Shevchenko and Amanda Nunez, besides those two champions, which one do you believe has the best chance at retiring as the champion? Let me know what you think. Later. By the way, love the show. I think, he, I think he means which fighter in, in both divisions or which fighter in the division? No, I don't think so. So I went on a journey with this question. When he sent I'm it like an hour to, ago yeah. or two hours ago, I previewed it. I thought yeah, he meant, I thought, or I thought he, when I listened to it, I thought he was going to say taking those two out, who in each division of theirs, like flyweight or bantamweight, has the best shot of becoming champion. But then when he said best shot of retiring champion, I, th I thought he meant of, of the two and not saying takeaway. But now when he's saying takeaway those two, which champion has the best chance of retiring early? 
he means of the current champions, not including Valentina and Amanda. So essentially, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now that is a far journey that I was not ready to go on. And I think I'm ready. But right. I'm right. Isn't like, I think you're, I'm going to go ahead and say, we're going to answer that question. And when he comes back and says, that's not what it was, I'm very excited. And if he says it is what it was, I'm very excited too, because I'm aboard this train. (laughs) Toot, toot, motherfuckers. Yeah. Hey, uh, (laughs) yeah. Um, Have you been watching White Lotus? No, I haven't. Fucking bitch. All right, let's keep going. Uh, okay, okay. So, who's going to retire the as champions, the champions? Of all the champions, of all the champions, who has the best shot of be, being the? Oh, okay, yeah. That is, I think you are right. Yeah. Okay. Um, who of retiring as the champ? Yeah. But uh, uh, okay, okay. For me, it's Kamaru Usman. Mm-hmm. I told I told mm-hmm. him singing Ganu. <laughs> Because it feels like he's just gonna knock everyone the fuck out. Mm, mm-hmm, mm. But uh, sorry, I actually do think Cyril Gon has a pretty good chance. Oh, that's and it's heavyweight. Pretty... Anything can happen. Like you know, <clears throat> no one has ever retired a champion in heavyweight or yeah. in general anyway. But oh like, wow, you know. yeah. Oh, that's a hard. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I'm doing it. Izzy. I almost did, dude. I know I you did. did. But I, I knew you wanted to, but I, I'm going to do it. Yeah. No, that's good. I think Paulo Costa with his, um, you know, evacuated hair plugs. Um, the worst I've ever seen. Dude. Didn't he, like, fucking cancel, like, a fight so he could get that? Like, what the fuck? I think he was scheduled to fight Robert Whitaker, or, or they said. And it said that he pulled out. And... and, and... I mean, and then, like, Canada, the because I think that's why Kelvin Gaston was fighting this weekend. And then he was like, "Guys, I never, I never accepted that fight. They, I need more money." And the UFC was like, "Hey, man, you're a fucking idiot." And he was like, "Oh, you're right. Oh, yeah, right. I'll get hair plugs that don't work. Those plugs, dude, they're horrendous. They're atrocious. Just shave your head, dude. Yeah, just be a, he would like, look good bald as well. Like, just I, fuck it, dude." Just shave your head and wear sunglasses all the time, like Pitbull. It's easy. There used to there's someone, and I th- I don't know if they still listen to this podcast because like I'm not entirely certain who did it, but one of the people that used to listen to my podcast made an account on Twitter called Paulo Costa's Bald Spot, <laughs> and it zoomed in like he had one at the top, like the crown or whatever, like in the very mm. back, like where a ponytail would go, kind of like he had a fucking bald spot. Yeah, I know. And uh, <laughs> I was like, "Yo, uh, oh yeah, the question." Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, shit, Izzy, oh, you yeah. answered it, Izzy. Yeah, I think Damn. it's good. I th- I still think it's Usman, but um, Izzy is. Yeah. I love that you said that because you're you got my heart. Because <laughs> I know you too, super well. gay. Um, okay. Ugh. Now we are moving into this. The not Twitter. gay. I love you. I know. I love you too. <laughs> All right. Um, the first one is for my man, Steve K. It's at Steve K underscore MMA. He says, what does MMA Twitter have against this man? He's just living his best life. And it's a picture of Sam Alvey in a fucking thong or a speedo or whatever the fuck. Put that for the Patreon. <laughs> 
By the way, someone in the thread, I'm gonna I'm gonna show it as well. They zoomed in on the fucking. It was Drake, his co-host for WMMA podcast. <clears throat> they fucking zoomed in on the ring card girl, uh, looking away from him, like avoiding looking at him. Yeah, why would you not? Oh, what an icon she is. Well, ask ask Juice. He's he's got the biggest bone. I've got the biggest to bone pick. to pick with him. Yeah, not Dude, just the biggest. Dick. I literally <laughs> called him out for a fight when his fucking opponent pulled out. I, I tagged Dana White and Sean Shelby. I was like, you fucking better put me in right now. I'll fight that motherfucker. And while it was maybe 15% of the joke, the other 85%, I'll fight that motherfucker. Hey, man, guess what? If they put you in the ring, you got to. I mean, it would be a cage, but I would. Uh, yeah, but they put you inside of uh, any sort of... Yeah, here's why. I've gone on a weird journey like... with Sam Alvey. I literally first knew of his existence. Uh, I was a big fan of Elias Theodoro. Still am, but he's not really fighting. Big fan of Elias Theodoro. Uh, I think this was Elias's first fight after he lost to Chaco Santos. He, um, he was fighting Sam Alvey. And I already decided, like, Elias is my guy. Like, whatever. And their fight was, like, the featured fight on the fight past prelims and back then though like well before the espn deal they the ufc would try to make a big deal out of fight pass to get more subscribers and um so if you were the last fight in the fight pass prelims it was similar to like the headliner of the espn prelims now or you know what used to be the fs1 prelims like it was like considered like a little sort of mini headlining spot of that separate fight pass card within the card mm-hmm and so they were trying to like promote their fight a lot. And, and fucking Sam Alvey did the stupidest shit I've ever fucking seen in my life. Obviously, he's a, he's got fucking short ginger hair. He puts a black wig because Elias has got long flowing locks, like similar to mine, but maybe a little more luxurious. Definitely more <laughs> luxurious. Um, he put this fucking stupid black wig on and wrote Elias on his chest with like fucking fake tan or something like that. And he was like, hi, I'm Elias. <laughs> All right. I was like, you're a fucking idiot, bro. And what did what happened in the fight? If you go watch that fight, that was the fucking Derek Lewis versus Iganu before it was cool, dude. That fucking mm. fight, Elias is like dancing around, landing one twos. Sam gets super frustrated and does nothing. This motherfucker did nothing. He landed four strikes the entire fight. Maybe not even that. The guy was just a fucking block. And I was like, and he, he always, when he fights, dude, he has this look on his face. It's like, like an old, like a fucking, what's the villain in Popeye Brutus or whatever like that. Like side snarl. Bluto. I think his name is Bluto. Yeah, the fucking side snarl. And he's just like, looks kind of like he's trying too hard to be angry. I'm like, Fuck this guy, dude. And then as I started to watch him fight more, I'm like, okay, he's kind of wholesome. It's just a little annoying. And then I kind of got to a point where I'm like, okay, Sam Alvey's existence is something I'm okay with. And then I'm in a fucking pick and fight league on MMA Twitter with Sam Alvey. And a few other fighters. I think Jared Gordon, uh, Jared Vandera, maybe it's actually just him. Um, Tristan Connolly, I believe. Kyle the Monster, I also think. There's a few, like, you know, I think it's Kyle the Monster Nelson. But anyway, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. 
Sam Alvey's ass one week was like sort of at the top. Maybe he got the most that week or something. And he fucking tweeted, oh, you guys are doing so well. Maybe you should follow me on Parler and, and see my picks. I was like, I'm never following you on Parler. And fuck you. You just made my fucking list. Which is actually something he said to me when I told him one time. And I was like, good. Well, fuck if I'm on your list, you're on mine, bitch. Fucking Sam Alvey. Dude, I fucking hate Sam Alvey. Fucking parlor ass fucking motherfucker. If you're on parlor, basically I hate you. Uh, I don't even uh, think it exists anymore, but I mean a few months ago when Sam Alvey was talking about it, it did. So yeah. But yeah, I, mean, I think also people hate Sam Alvey because his wife is a, a dime piece that uh literally won America's next top model. Yeah, I think for me the reason why I don't like him is because Juice doesn't like him, and that's it. Ride or die. That makes me so happy. Ride or die, ladies and gentlemen. Ride or die. Next question. All right, so thank you, Steve. Go check out his stuff and um, definitely check out his podcast with Drake, who commented with the fucking screenshot of the ring car girl, uh, the WMA podcast. Uh, this next one is from Phil the MMA Dude, at Phil the MMA Dude, co host of the Split Decision podcast. He says, what are your top three favorite Nickelodeon shows in order and why? Yeah, what's up? <sighs> this is a good question. There's so many of them, dude. Literally, like, someone commented. Uh, it was this guy, Sheesh. And he said, all that, Keen and Kel, and Are You Afraid of the Dark? And I was like, that is a fucking solid list right there. That's pretty good. But it's not mine. Okay, what's yours? The Amanda Show. Okay. Drake and Josh. Okay. And Doug the Cartoon. Ooh. Honorable Doug. mention, Rocco's Modern Life. If Good I had choice. four, it would absolutely be in there. Um, dude, like the those I saw a post recently that was like the three iconic like Nickelodeon cartoons that all premiered on the same day, like a few days ago in 91, I think. It was like Doug the Cartoon, Ren and Stimpy, and Rocco's Modern Life. And I was like, fuck. Fuck, we're old. Fun fun fact, the guy that does the voice for Rocco's Modern Life, um, or Rocco in Rocco's Modern Life, Car it's Carlos Alazraki. Yeah. Uh, also voices the Taco Bell dog. Like, literally has this thick Spanish accent for yeah, the Taco Bell the dog <laughs> and a fucking Australian dialect for uh, the wallaby of Rocco. And like, What? And if uh, if any of our users are users, if any of our listeners are too young to remember the Taco Bell dog, um, Taco Bell used oh, to have a yeah, dog. Dude. I'm about to get sad, dude. I didn't uh, think anyone said, was too young to remember the Taco yeah, Bell dog, but you're right. For anyone that's like just just way way too young for this, just yeah. old motherfucker right here, Taco Bell used to have a dog. As a little Chihuahua that they would that would say, "Yo quiero Taco Bell." Oh and he my would God, say it, it like and everyone loved it and uh it was taco bell and it was stoner food so everyone oh loved the God, dog dude dog was I there for maybe like a, two years maybe less than that but i do uh, actually it's maybe it was as fuck yeah maybe it was less than that they need maybe to bring was, him back they, they probably are going to as we are in the like the geico gecko still around that motherfucker's not funny anymore like yeah fucking british ass bitch <laughs> why won't he fight darren till god <laughs> 
anyway we're not gonna do that a third episode in a row um okay just do it one time please <laughs> okay thank you uh uh wow okay so for me i'm trying to think of like what i just like consume the most or like watch the most as a kid you know it was also a really good one mm. pete and repeat yeah pete and pete yeah yeah did i say pete and repeat you said pete and repeat yeah which i think the was adventures of pete and pete pete and pete yeah yeah um pete and repeat wasn't that on uh eat your shorts or something like that there was yeah, definitely something so. that's pete and repeat but yeah the adventures of pete and pete the older brothers that were fucking both gingers uh okay so for me legends of the hidden it's temple very anti-ginger um, i'm sorry <laughs> for me legends of the hidden temple oh um, dude they're bringing that back I know. I, so, I remember watching it. I, I think that was like, I consumed a lot of that as a kid. I'm trying to think of something so that someone's like, oh, you liked all real monsters? Like, what was your favorite episode? And I'll be like, oh my God. fucking maybe watched it like a couple times. So yeah. all real monsters was a good one too. It was really, uh, really good. But definitely Legends of the Hidden Temple. I remember being a kid and thinking like, oh, I can't wait to get $25 worth of Skechers. Like I remember <laughs> yeah. thinking that every time the show would end uh, and wanting to visit fucking shitty ass Nickelodeon studios. Yeah. Um, I mean, not saying, Gower. not saying that Nickelodeon studios is shit. Cause I might have to pitch to them someday. So Nickelodeon shout out to you right now. But anyway, um, uh, let's see. Yeah. So that literally, um, I-, I liked angry beavers. I thought angry beavers was a good show. I loved angry beavers, dude. And angry beaver, burp, burp, yep. burp. yeah, yeah. And then I'm gonna go ahead and go with wait, that's probably rocket power. Okay, oh, that's a really good one. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I remember consuming that a lot. Yeah, fucking '90s TV was so fucking good. For fucking kids. wild thornberries, huh? Oh my god, dude! Fucking Nigel. Fucking Nigel Thornberry. What a great character. That little little kid that they had that was like the crazy fucking little I can't remember his name, but yes, I do know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty good. It made me laugh so hard. Hey, if anyone could double check for me on Patreon, do I look like uh Hideo Kojima right now? I'm gonna pull it up right now. How do you spell it? <clears throat> H-I-D-E-O. Oh Hideo, okay. Hideo. Oh, Hideo oh, 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 said Koji at the front, but wouldn't say Kogi. But anyways, uh, let's keep going. Like current, I do. I mean, I mean, it's like there was one picture of him, like this one, where I was like, no, you don't <clears> look like that. But once I saw the second one, I was like, oh, yeah. You said, Uru, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah all right um oh and then for some reason when you're scrolling on google it looks like the third picture is just norman reedus (laughs) and i'm like why is this norman reedus but it's actually a picture of them together and now i'm thinking that kind of looks like us oh a little bit yeah a little bit i I don't look as much like norman reedus but that looks like i definitely look like hideo kojima yeah, is what? Yeah, the proper enunciation. Oh well, I've heard it both ways anyway. All right, what are we? What are we talking about? Um. Oh. What are we talking about? Oh, it was the Nickelodeon shows, and I think. Oh we yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. Legend of the Hidden Temple. Um, Angry you definitely Beavers mentioned and Rocket Power. 
Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. You didn't really mention all real monsters. I thought yeah. like when you were trying to think of the last one, I was like, you already had three because you had Legend of the Devil, all real monsters. And, you know, honestly, I used to love all real monsters, but if I had run to someone that was like, oh, what's your favorite? Episode? I would be like, fuck you is my favorite episode. Yeah, fuck you. That's my favorite episode. Yeah, fuck you. That's my name. Um, uh, we're going to be reading that kind of. We're not. It hasn't been decided. That that text thread fell down a hole. Oh, oh, that's right. It did fall yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, I, I, have, I have inventory on Monday. And okay, oh, nobody knows okay. what we're talking about. We're supposed to be doing a, a reading of uh, Glengarry Glenn Ross, and scheduling has kind of fucked it. So we're on hold right now. You guys can buy tickets if you want. And by buy tickets, I mean don't buy tickets. I was going to say it's not even anything that's for Russell. anybody. Yeah, it's private. Yeah. Um, this next question is from Thomas at Tom Awesome T-O-M-A-H-S-U-M mm-hmm. he says you have to fight either you grandma or your mom Ooh, you grandma. why is your grandma gonna catch hands <laughs> you know what's fucked up too He's right. I would pick my grandma. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know my grandma. My grandma on my mom's side used to constantly send me like Trump videos mm. on Facebook. <laughs> and I just wouldn't watch. Them. I was like, what the fuck is this? And then one time it was like something about prayer. And I was like, well, this will be this will be interesting, and it was like praying for Trump, and I was like, "Thank God, the Lord that Donald Trump from prayer." Like, are you kidding me? Oh, it shouldn't be too bad. And we gotta thank the Lord for Donald Trump. Donald Trump, my favorite Donald. Jesus, I see what you've done for other people, and I want that for me. And also Donald. <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, I don't know. My grandmother made her famous whatever Spanish thing she made wrong. And that's why she's catching hands. I'm allowed to say it, bro. I'm, I, it's in my blood. I can't. <laughs> they can't take that from me. Lord help you if I fucking have any sort of uh, Latino blood in my 23 and me. If I have any sort of AIDS in my family. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, actually, for real, Lord help you if you do have any. I'll be so pissed. Yeah. Yeah, Um, Conquistador blood. Yeah. You already got got fucking Andrew shitty Jackson in your blood. Yeah. I'm reading reading about him right now. I'm going to change my nickname to the fucking Conquistador. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine if that was my fight name? Aaron <laughs> El Conquistador Jackson. I mean, it's a it's a good. It, by it's the way, if anyone, if anyone doesn't have it right now, they should have Conquistador as their nickname. I want to search like Tapology or Sure Dog to see if anyone has Conquistador. It's a good. It's name. a good name. Fucking pretty good. Nickname. The Conqueror. That's fucking yeah. sick. Yeah. And what's great about that is that if they ever lose or have any adversity, it's like, well, that's what they got to do. Yeah. They got to conquer it. Yeah, I got to conquer it. Uh yeah, that's why my grandma's catching hands. Okay. Let's keep going. Great. He also says same 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 guy, the homie Thomas says Silva versus Ortiz in boxing. Who do you have, and what round do you think Tito will lose in? 
<laughs> also killing it because obviously we're picking Anderson. I mean, if you're picking Tito, I'm going to be very no, upset. no, no, especially with all the stuff he said. But honestly, guys, yeah. I hope it's round one and like a fast knockout because Tito doesn't need any more hits to the head. Ladies and gentlemen, he needs zero more. He needs to get them. Back. I hope Anderson toys with him the entire fight and knocks him out late in the fucking last round. Uh, I don't know, man. Oh. I, I don't know. Tito just is on another plane right now. And I don't, I don't think he needs to be, he should be put in a hole. Yeah. Yeah. Put in a hole. It's Come better. On. It's better than whatever yeah. he's doing right now. And we bring him out at like once every six months for, to say something stupid and put him back in the hole. Yeah. We'll just be sitting there like this, like talking to him, like with our hands on our hips, you know? And then we'll be like, well, Tito, welcome back out to the, the you know, where we are. And uh, it's been great. <laughs> it's been, welcome to the where we are. It's been great having you here. And um, so what's going on? He'll be like, you know, guys. Coronavirus. Let me see that the earth is not flat. Like, get back in your hole. Let's go. Come on. You got we'll your shot. Bring him out get once back a in year your on Thanksgiving when everyone <laughs> are ha- people are having wine and cheese. And he comes up to say that fucking stupid line that he messed up in that fucking interview for his fight with Chael when he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to make him, that, yeah. Playing that cheese and wine with those yeah, grapes. With, with the those violin. grapes, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, get back. <laughs> say, okay, thank you. I think we will. Get back in your hole. Okay, get him back in his cage, like fucking into a hole. Yeah. Like a cattle prod. Yeah. Get in your cage, you know. It's an ass cat oh. reference. I love it. Yeah, I love everything about it. Um, this next one is from Ben Kylie, the Jive Master. The That's Jive the handle, Master. At the Jive Master. It says, you are given the task of making an MMA biopic. Whose life story are you going to tell and which actor are you going to cast to play them? I fucking made notes i don't know about you i saw michael bisping as michael bisping oh he is an actor exactly although how fucking self-indulgent if they made a michael Bisping. oh and he was in it and i love it i love it and they oh and they cgi'd his eye in the younger years (laughs) oh can you imagine wow dude could you imagine can you imagine are we live? No, sell. Did you hear that Michael Bisping is going to be playing Michael Bisping uh, in his own biopic? <laughs> Could you imagine? Wait, are we live? <laughs> no, sell. Sell. <laughs> My favorite part of that clip is when Anik is like, "Yeah, no, that's um, that's happening. We're live." He's, "Oh, are we, are we live? No, what?" <laughs> Damn. Oh my life. god. There we go. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. So I feel that like was I it. actually have asked. Um, oh, that's your legit answer. That was legit, legitimately okay. it. I can't, yeah, yeah, bro. It's dark. He would make a great Michael Bisping story, would make a great fucking biopic. That would be the I'll best. I'll tell you who would um make a good fucking Bisping is uh Chris Hemsworth or like Liam Hemsworth. He's, he's already playing the Hulk, like the he's already playing the Hulk Hogan, bro. The Hulk, he's playing the Hulk Hogan. He's playing the Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Is he? Is he really? And the, yes. There's a fucking Hulk. Bi- what? Yeah, he's playing Hulk Hogan. Oh. Yeah, dude. Didn't you see the photo of him being fucking absolutely yoked? I mean, he's always no. yoked, but this one he was like fucking super yoked. Chris, right? 
Yeah. All right, think, Liam's available. Yeah. He'll play Bisbee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably better anyway. Yeah. We just always assume Liam Hemsworth is available. Young brother. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> What's Liam doing? He's not doing fuck all. He's not doing. He's not fucking fucking shit. Fuck it. Uh, it's you actually sure funny. I was thinking about putting him because they're Australian. I think. Um, yeah. I was gonna put him like to play like uh, Robert Whitaker. Like, uh, like if you shave Liam Hemsworth, give him the Reaper hair, the full, the full shave, fucking huh? goatee. But isn't like, Not bad. isn't isn't um, Robert Whitaker like part Maori? Like he, he might be. But I'm sure he is. I, I, I mm, uh, yeah, that's. I shouldn't so, comment on that because I don't know anything about. No, that no, so, no, keep, no, keep going. Let's get. I fucking no, stop, dude. Don't do this. Yeah, but who do you think a white man should play Robert Whitaker? Okay, let's keep going. Okay, let's that's keep, not what I was saying. Let's, let's go down this hole. What are we doing? You're, you're gonna go in the Tito right. hole eventually. Right. Uh, woke All right, Leo. So, All right, so who are you? Uh, not woke. Literally, Robert Whitaker should be cast as someone of his race. Although, like I said, he's very, he's very I mean, I ethnically I, ambiguous. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Thank you. You for, should find out if he has a 23 in me. Okay. Yeah, well, I, then we can cast him. I'm gonna con, yeah, I'm gonna just con, right, and not be like Hollywood and cast him as a white guy named Hemsworth. His first name is Hemsworth. <laughs> yeah, his first, doesn't that sound like a fucking butler? Like absolutely, Hemsworth. 100%. Hemsworth yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Okay, Hemsworth, give me All my right, tea. So you took notes, so there's people. Oh yeah, dude. Because actually, I feel like I may have had have been asked this question before, and I feel like at least once, if not twice, and if it was twice, both times I said Roxanne Modafferi, and I feel like I may have given like different answers for the actress. I'm not sure, but I wanted to do something completely different. So I actually, well, actually, I what like are they? Lot. What are those? I, I do want to know who you think the actress should be. Oh, so well, Rhino asked me a question once about like what fighter's life should be made into a musical, and I chose um, Kristen Milioti, I think is her name, who was the mother in How I Met Your Mother, but also she played. Um, the girl in once on Broadway. Um, oh, okay. Uh, but, uh, and I think, I think I had already given that question by the time someone asked about the biopic and I said her again, but I, I'm not sure who I said, if I didn't say her, I think I may have given like an alternative and I don't know. Um, but anyways, I wanted to like uh, do some different ones. Okay. Let's do it. <clears throat> John Jones. Okay. Uh, yeah. I love Ima- it. Imagine a biopic of john jones it'd be great yeah just honestly just for him simply hitting a woman with his car yeah just that on that night just that moment whatever happened it's one of those movies that happens in real time you know what i mean it's not like time lapse yeah. or whatever literally just thinking just the two hours like an hour before the accident the accident and an hour after and then yeah and then him getting yeah like pulled over and crying about like i love it and then him being in the courtroom sobbing but it's forced whitaker so it's good that's who you had right no. McCad Brooks. I'm, I'm probably pronouncing his name wrong, but it's a gentleman that he was just in the remake of Mortal Kombat. He was also on Desperate Housewives. If anyone besides me watched that show. Wait, wait a minute. Was he was he Jax? Yeah. Did literally when the fucking trailer came out, a couple people from MMA Twitter were like, I had to do a double dig because I thought that was John Jones. And I'm like, uh, Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm gonna cast him. Yeah, exactly. Especially like in that for that movie, he had the fucking mustache and the thing, uh-huh. just like John Jones has been having, and like shaved head. Because like sometimes John Jones has hair, but like he shaved his head for this. Like, I was like, bro, you fucking just look just like John Jones, and like similar similar height too. Like that's very important. 
Also, not so hot take, but the new Mortal Kombat was trash. Let's keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you shared that opinion with a lot of people. I never saw yeah. it. Yeah, anybody who doesn't think so is a fucking idiot. Let's keep going. I got time today, guys. All right. And then I got um, another one I, want, I wanted to, to do was Daniel Cormier. I mean, he has a fucking amazing story. That's and I was thinking, like, after I did the judge, I was like, imagine if you play him. It was almost like they're, they're related. <clears throat> they're, they're intertwined. It's almost like from one perspective of another. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. Who, who could play? Yeah, who could play DC? All right. I want to know that I actually really Whitaker. love DC. And I just didn't know what actor to pick. But I was like, I have to put him there. So this is going to be really fucked up to DC. Tom Hanks. Orlando Brown. Brown. From That's So Raven. <laughs> Bro. Let me pull. Let me, I, was I mean, hey, I was like, yeah, thinking okay. about it. That's pretty good. This is him on okay that's a weird picture uh i did not know he has a bunch of tattoos now like neck tattoos gotta get those covered up (laughs) we'll put them in makeup don't worry about it this is him on dr phil why isn't it showing me like a good picture yeah oh yeah yeah, that's such a weird. Definitely. This might be a better one where he kind of looks like it's from the same like interview or whatever the same episode. Yeah, it's definitely a little bit like DC. Anyway, you um, know what? Uh, is that is that those are the two? So John Jones and DC. Oh, I have more. Oh, there's a lot. Just more. two yeah. more. Okay, let's hear. Him. Um, Ronda Rousey. I mean, talk about you know let me there too because I was thinking I was like you know before she was discovered to be a turf and basically a terrible human gina carano would make a great movie but i was also thinking like she's a legit actress now she could literally fucking play herself in the biopic i was like i mean i get i guess i i get your concept for ronda rousey but like wow i mean like compared to gina carano yeah obviously first but it's a little bitch like i don't (laughs) yeah no i mean the ronda movie would be fucking wild let's be fair um, but you have the Olympic stuff and the Strike Force days, UFC move. You know what I mean? There, there's a movie there. Brie Larson. That's wrong, but let's keep going. Oh, 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 oh! Who would you cast as Ronda Rousey, Leo? Not some skinny ass hoe. What are you talking about? They're similar build. Why not? Brie Larson was Captain Marvel, dude. Yeah, bro. Let me give you someone better. Let me give you a better person. A fucking Florence uh, Pugh could play her. Oh, that's that's actually pretty good. But that's actually she already, pretty good. But Florence already played uh, a wrestler. Paige. But but, yeah. that's, but still, you can you, she could do it. Florence Pugh could be a good runabout. They have wow. the same facial structure. Yes, they do. That's fucking kind okay. of. I'm only. I'll forgive you for dissing my Brie Larson <laughs> pick because you made a better one. But before that, I was not, uh, I was not with the disc. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she would, she would be amazing in a fucking Ronda Rousey <clears throat> biopic. Amazing, amazing. And then this is the one that like it took me forever. Yoel Romero. Stop. You know I, I hate you. Yoel. Yeah, but I, I hate you. But you love him. <laughs> yeah, I love him, but I hate him also. <laughs> um, my fate. One of. Okay, so this is, he's like. 
kind of a terrible person now. He's like been in and out of jail a bunch of times and had all these crazy charges. But he was one of my favorite fighters for a long time. Uh, Mayhem Miller. I like it. I still think like regardless of that, he would make a fucking crazy movie, right? 100%. All this stuff, you know, and Billy Beatdown and, you know, fighting GSP, being an ultimate fighter with Michael Bisping. Like he's had a fucking crazy career. And I think his, his skills are actually pretty underrated because he was pretty well skilled for his era. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, who could even play him? I almost didn't put it on the list, and then it hit me when I was like washing dishes last night. Ben Foster. Yes. Ben has the has the craziness. Let's be fair. We've yeah. seen him get really crazy in a lot of roles. Yeah, he's great. And then if you remember him in fucking Alpha Dog, it was amazing was like, in Alpha Dog. He was like flipping fucking. Do throwing spin kicks and breaking tables. And so, shit. Good. so good, so good, so good in Alpha Dog, dude. When he fucking did that spin kick, it like landed oh. it perfectly and was flexing. I was like, Jesus Christ! Yes. Uh, spoiler alert: That's one of the movies that's on our bromance podcast, or my with with Andrew. It's a good one. It's definitely a bromance. Yeah. All right. Uh, I asked Andrew, "Well, this is where I'm like, would this movie count? Does this movie count? Because like we've kind of like loosened up the definition." And I was like, "Would Alpha Dog count?" And he was like, "Uh." doesn't he die in the end if so then yes because i'm going to kill you <laughs> <laughs> all right i got another one um do you have another one or is that it oh sort of um so i really want there to be a gay guard musasi movie i think that would just be fucking epic mm-hmm. but i couldn't think of anyone to play i literally like the only thing i even came close to because like Gegard is Dutch in terms of like he grew up in Holland, I think, and he speaks with a Dutch accent. But his background, he was born in um, Iran, in, in, in Tehran. So I don't know what actor in Hollywood could accurately play him. Like at first, I the only thing that literally came to mind was like Riz Ahmed, who just like Sound of Metal, and he's winning a lot of awards, and he's a fucking really good actor. That would actually kind of work, actually. Uh, he's British, but right. of Pakistani descent. I was like, well, that's not. I'm not going to do. But like he could probably play him, so I, I I didn't really feel about I didn't really feel good about putting him as that, so I just kind of left it up. But a Musashi movie needs to happen. Uh, wait, let's put our brakes on really quick before we go any further. You don't want to be offensive casting a Pakistani man as a Iranian, but you're okay with Liam Hensworth playing Bro, Robert Whitaker. I forgot that Robert Whitaker is a little bit Maori. I didn't know that. Stop. You're like gaslighting me over here. <laughs> That's not gas. That's not gaslight. You literally just said Liam, and then you're like, "Well, I can't have a Pakistani playing Iranian." Okay, you, it's Hollywood, bro. Yeah, shut this off. Uh, um, oh, you, you know, shut up, Leo's dick for a second on the Patreon. Uh, all right. Um, I got one more. Jiri. Oh, Yuri Prohaska. Yuri Prohaska. Uh, Fran Dresser. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> oh my god, I was not ready for that, dude. Gilbert Godfrey as Yuri Prohaska. <laughs> I'm fighting for the title match. <laughs> Jan Blakovich is going down. Did you see that spinning elbow? I landed on Reyes. My God. 
<laughs> I'm gonna go into the woods and do some samurai shit. <laughs> oh my god. Who's funnier than us? I don't, I don't think that... <laughs> Who's funnier than us? Uh, <clears throat> just kidding. We're not that arrogant. Well, I am. Leo's not. <laughs> Thank you for the question, Ben. <clears throat> I was really thinking about um, Ben the other day when I, I referenced him in the text chain. Uh, I, I forget why. I think it was maybe the Conan question. And I was thinking about how when he sent in the, the question about Conan, it like, oh, I was thinking about because he always was Buenos dias, jabronis. Oh, yeah. That's why that's what I was referencing. Um, when we sent in the the Conan question, I like it was a little sentimental. Um, so thank you, Ben. Great friend of the show. Um, another great friend of the show, Jimmy the Drunk at Paroli Proud, said, "What's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten?" Weirdest thing. And someone decided to reply fried pig intestines from this local restaurant a few days ago and i found it to be disgusting so it doesn't really count because i ended up tossing it hey man what the fuck did you order it and then you thought it was disgusting or did you take a bite and then you're like this is gross fried pig intestines that's fine i I think by the way might be chitlins like people order that that's kind of like who sees that and goes it's gonna taste good but also, okay, regard like it's fried. So that's fine. Are where the shit comes through, bro. What are you talking about? Yeah, uh, I don't know. You just ate fried shit sacks. Okay, cool. Um, well, anyways, regardless, like I'm, I'm curious. Did you see it? Saw it on the menu, and say, mm, took a bite, and then threw it out. That's fine. But what in my head, what sounds like is he saw it on the menu, went, mm, got it, looked at it, said, nope, and threw it out. You know, you know what does it for me? It's just all of it. The whole question, the whole <laughs> idea of it being like like Jimmy's question in the forum. So it's like to us for to, to answer on the show. And this guy sees it on the timeline. is like, I'm going to answer. I'm going to jump right in and <laughs> says, fried pig intestines for this local restaurant a few days ago. And then answers his own question. And I found it to be disgusting. So it doesn't really count. <laughs> <He goes laughs> and it's like, well, anyways, forget that because I threw it out. And, and, and at the end of that goes, Hmm. Send tweet. <laughs> oh boy. Howdy. This is a good question. Um, <clears throat> what I think is I responded to that? I mean, oh, yours I did it with a TI gif. Yours is, like, uh, yours is, uh, uh like <clears throat> is a spaghetti sauce. I don't know. Hummus container, right? I mean, yeah, it definitely, it has to be, it definitely has to rank up there. Let's that not, has, that's not lie. To rank up there. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you thought it was good in the middle of the night, but you know, what's weird is like, I couldn't think of an answer for this for like, what's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten. But when KGB asked later, I'm going to read her question. And she's like, uh, what's the worst meal you've ever eaten? Ooh. I instantly knew. And it all, it kind of qualifies because it was so weird. It was like this fuck with the big intestines. Um, that's probably Jimmy's friend. And he's like, Oh, it's a cool guy actually. But, um, or maybe it's the guy that listens to the podcast. Um, so shout out to, to Rogue Strummer if you do. Anyway, dude, uh, what's the weirdest thing I've ever eaten? Yeah. It's probably that it was probably that spaghetti sauce out of this dinner. Because why would I why would I eat cold <clears throat> sauce with a fucking flatbread or whatever I ate it with and 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 keep eating and being like, well, this is this is okay. Yeah, and then realizing later. 
or it would, be, it would have to be to go on the theme of the episode it would have to be some of the high creations that i used to make like fucking tater tots and teriyaki sauce or um hazelnut biscotti granola with fucking turtle checks mix and peanut butter and almond milk I mean, that's that sounds amazing. That sounds but... good. So don't even, uh, <laughs> I think one of the worst things I ate was something I made one time. Uh, mm. I made, don't say, mm, cause it was gross. Um, it was, uh, <clears throat> I did like, I don't know how to cook. So I did like broccoli and mustard guys, broccolini and mustard. One of the worst things I've ever had in my entire life. I literally thought I, I ate the whole thing. Cause I'm just like that. Cause I'm an idiot, but it tasted like poison, like, <laughs> like real, rat poison like i kept eating it and it tasted like like bitter disgusting rat poison and i, I just imagine you going. eating it and and ha- having the poison thought from the very first bite yep. and being like well i made my bed guy line it yeah there's this poison <clears throat> yeah yeah that's exactly what it was so yeah don't do mustard and broccolini i think it was no it's like brown mustard i think too Cause I was like trying to cook it up and I was trying to like think of something and I was like, Oh, maybe. Oh, you cooked it or you, you cooked the broccolini and added the mustard afterward. Yeah. You cooked it with the mustard. I cooked it with the mustard. So yeah, it Ooh. was, yeah. Bro, it... you're reminding me and this qualifies <clears throat> as a weird thing. When I worked at juicy burger, sometimes people would make like specific requests and I'm like, bro, it's a fucking burger restaurant. Just fill out your fucking form and don't say some weird shit, dude. But these people will come in drunk <laughs> or sometimes high or both. And like this guy, actually, he might have even been sober because he pretty much was speaking like a normal human being, except for he wasn't saying something a normal human being would say, which is like he was asking for like they grill, they they toast the bread. And like they had this little thing at Juicy Burger. I don't know if this is common in restaurants. It was like a little wheel of butter. They would just like row yeah. the fucking uh, bun on the on the butter and then throw it on the grill. He was like, when you toast the bun, put mustard on it. I want grilled mustard. And I was like, and he's like trying to talk to the chef, the chefs too. Cause you can see him in the background. And I was like, bro, get the fuck out of here. Don't they did talk it to them. Don't talk to them. I well, they, don't order that. I think they do grilled mustard for the, the animal style fries at, um, at in and out. I'm almost positive. Really? Yeah, they're mu- they're mustard. They're soaked. I, th- it's, it's I think spread. it's the it's the it's the fries. It's melted American <clears throat> cheese. No, no, hold the on. Grilled There's, onions. They do something the with mustard. I, I know that In and Out does something with mustard. I'm pretty sure, I, and right. I'm pretty sure the onions are. Hold on, let me see. And then, uh, all right. If that's the case, I'm gonna be so mad because I fucking love mustard fried. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. oh, it's like a secret menu item that you could add, but I'm pr- almost positive. I'm almost positive they they mustard grilled soon, so pick side mustard squirts and mustard onto top. Doing it myself at home, they said there are rare moments in life that this is what you savor. That's not true. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> oh, they do. Oh, I didn't know they did grill whole onions. I might be going to get in and out later. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, but I'm not zooted enough. Anyway, let's keep going. Uh, uh, Weirdest thing. Yeah, like I said, that was it. That was gross. The broccolini and rat poison? And rat poison. Yeah, pretty much. <clears throat> All right. Thank you for that question, Jimmy. <laughs> this next question is from Ms. Pants at Sandy Pants MMA. Okay, Sandy Pants. I was like, Sandy Pants. She says, for both of you, 
If you could cast yourself in any acting role, stage or screen, what would it be? For me, it's very simple. What is yours? I'm going to do both. Okay. Stage and screen. Okay. Yeah. If it was a film, The Godfather. As Michael Corleone? No, as fucking... Oh, as the Godfather. Yeah. The Godfather. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay, as Vito, got it. Okay. Not right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. This is my ticket, and I'm cashing it in later. I'm holding on until I'm like, you know, sixty or whatever. Uh, anyway, <laughs> the Godfather <laughs> and the Honestly, Godfather. The, the, to answer like what film is is a little hard because those don't really get remade, and if they do, it's usually like people don't like it. Uh, although I did have a thought once, and like. Like if if I was a, like had some sort of clout in Hollywood by the time like maybe I'm forty or fifty and they're like you know what remaking the Harry Potter series is something we should do and I was like well you're not fucking letting anyone else play Snape but me because they'll fuck it up dude okay I like that and then on stage oh uh, very simple Orpheus in Hades Town and oh. if you don't know what that is quick shameless plug my uh theater podcast which is no longer in existence really but the episodes still exist you can find them only on spotify mostly at least this one is only on spotify and uh, so just search breaking the fourth wall hades town it's a fucking greek myth turned into a musical that's like steampunk theme with like jazz music and fucking rock music it's so good um <clears throat> You know, I know this is going to sound weird, but like, I think, I think Juice and I could be, in, if you recast I Love You, Man, I think I could be Paul Rudd and Juice could be Jason Siegel. Oh, yeah, dude. Absolutely, dude. I don't know if I'm. Book that. Wow. I literally was like, I was literally about to say, I don't know if I'm uh, as charming as Paul Rudd. No, I'm definitely not as charming as Paul Rudd, but no one is as charming um, as Paul no Rudd. No one is as charming as Paul Rudd. I was going to say, no one is as charming as Paul Rudd. But, but in that movie, he's just sort of like, you know, whatever. Right. But that's, I'm saying, I think I could, I could do that. And I definitely think you could be Jason Siegel in that. You know easily. what? Do you remember, was it the Trey stages? Berman. Who would do. The fucking was it Berman or did he just look like Chris Berman? I can't remember. Berman, who did like clerks on stage and the fucking Reservoir Dogs, but it was like Reservoir Bitches. Bitches, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, 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 oh. Trace Berubian. Stages, wasn't it? Berubian, Berubes, Berubes. Yeah. Uh, if someone did something like that, but better, like way better, and did a stage adaptation of "I Love You, Man," oh, we could. We. Philip Seymour Hoffman and John C. Riley it and just swap roles. Oh, oh, are you kidding me? That would be fucking awesome. Amazing. <laughs> wow. If only we could get the rights to that movie, I would fucking do that in a heartbeat. Uh, fucking two gentlemen of Verona. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> no, he definitely didn't. Oh, dude. Reservoir bitches. All right. Anyway. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, okay. So for me, yeah, that. And then for stage. Yeah, I, I think, like I said, Katurian is still my yeah my my no, thing. That's, that's I, a great one. It'd be fun, and, and uh, yeah, and that doing that at play every night and being like that fucking weird all the time would be great. <clears throat> yeah. All right. So thank you, Sandy, for that question. The next question is from Brat McFeet. 
the ad is, I think it's Brat Meow. Yeah, it's at Brat Meow. But the name says Brat McFeet dash Uwu. It's U W U. The U's are lowercase and the W is capital. I think that's a thing. I don't know. I'm feeling old right now. Um, now? Just just now? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, she says, a koala and a rabbit walks into a bar. Finish the joke or I'm unfollowing. And there's a disclaimer. It must be family friendly. Must be family friendly. A koala and a rabbit? Yeah, I got I got it actually. Go ahead, please. A koala and a rabbit walk into a bar. The rabbit says, Hey man, I don't think we should be here. And the koala says, It's okay. I'm qualified. That was good. Uh, all right. I literally got that. I don't know if you remember when we were um, geniuses in, um, in Beverly Hills. Ben Gooch had this customer once that was like, had a shirt on with a picture of a koala and it said, I'm qualified. And I was laughing for like five minutes, dude. And I was like, it's a good thing you're qualified. Otherwise you couldn't get the car. Oh, wow. <clears throat> All right. Um, a koala and a bar. <clears throat> walk into a rabbit. Wow. A koala and a rabbit walk into a bar. The koala notices that the rabbit's all down. Uh, and the koala says, hey, what's wrong, man? This place is hip. And the rabbit looks at him with the saddest face and says, but is it hop? <laughs> but, but is, is it, it hop? hop? <laughs> That's it. <clears throat> That's the end of that joke. <clears throat> <laughs> that was really dumb oh joke. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I can't with you. Wow. <clears throat> Thank you, Brat, for that question. Brat, one of my favorite follows. Um, this question is. This next question is from Mixed Executioner at Mixed Man. By the way, when he was going to guest, he was going to maybe guest host when you were gone a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I was looking, I was, I was like a little drunk looking at his name. And I was thinking about this one time I was really drunk at uh, Kabuki in LA with Bethany, our, our friend. Well, I'm too bad at fucking saying people's names on podcasts, but whatever. Well, I mean, your friend. Yeah. But let's keep, yeah, I'm fucking, yeah. You're just your friend, but let's keep going. Okay. Well, anyways, she's my friend. Yeah. She definitely listens to this podcast and I hope she does. She doesn't. Okay, great. Um, when they have the chopsticks, there's a sushi restaurant in LA called Kabuki. I don't know if it's still there. Um, I think it is, yeah. When the, when the chopsticks are in those little sleeves that you pull, they usually are like branded with whatever. Sometimes it's just generic, but this one actually had their Logo. insignia and it said like the name Kabuki Restaurants.com. And I was drunk on sake, like really drunk on sake. And I was like looking at it and I was like, I had folded it. That's that's part of the bit. I had folded it prior because I was like fucking around and I was looking at it sort of unfold. I was like unfolding it bit by bit and I was like, ka, kabu, kide, kabu, kabu kide, kabu kide, 
Kabukirestaurants.com, dude. I was like trying to read. I thought I was Japanese. I was like, what? That's amazing. Um, and I was I was planning a bit if I had Mick on the podcast. They were like, I'm joined by Mick Stamen instead of Mick Stamen. That's um, pretty good. He says, I request a live reaction watch to the Crichton Leprechaun with a follow-up discourse on just where is the gold at? I want to know. Leo, have it's you seen this so, video? It's been so long since I've seen it, but I will definitely it's, watch it it's again. It's iconic. I'm going to play it right now. Wait, what is, what is it called again? It's the original Crichton Leprechaun. C-R-I-C-H-T-O-N. I think it's pronounced Crichton. I'm literally, it's like a well, four-minute video. For St. Patrick's Day, crowds are coming by the dozens to get an up-close view at what Perfect. some say is a piece of Irish folk- folklore. Some people in the Crichton area of Mobile say a leprechaun has taken up residence in their neighborhood. A leprechaun. CCP's Brian Johnson has more. Curiosity leads to large crowds in Mobile's Crichton community. Many of you bring binoculars, camcorders, even camera phones to take pictures. To me, it looks like a leprechaun to me. I got to do look up in the tree. Who else in the leprechaun say yeah? yeah! <laughs> Eyewitnesses say the leprechaun only comes out at night. If you shine a light in its direction, it suddenly disappears. This amateur sketch resembles uh-huh. what many of you say the leprechaun looks like. Others find it hard to believe and have come up with their own theories and explanations for the image. My theory is this casting a shadow from the other limb. Could be a crackhead that hold to the wrong stuff. And it told him to get up in a tree and play a leprechaun. We're going to get down to the bottom of this. Yeah, still on there, guy. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid, man. Don't be afraid. This guy helping to direct traffic says he's prepared for his encounter with the leprechaun. He's suited up from head to toe. This wars all smells right here. This is a special leprechaun flute that's been passed down for thousands of years ago from my great-great-grandfather who was Irish. I just came to help out. Others just came to get lucky in hopes a pot of gold may be buried under this tree. I'm going to run a backhoe and uproot that tree. I want to know where to go. I want to go. Give me the go. I want to go. This is Brian Johnson, NBC 15 News. People will do anything for a pot of gold. I mean, anything. You know what I like? I like the amateur sketch of the leprechaun. Yeah. It looks like somebody yeah. got a really good look at it and got that. <laughs> who did that? I want to know who sketched that. I don't know. Maybe Brian sketched it. <laughs> that was a good story. <laughs> I have not seen that video in so long. We're going to get down to the bottom of this. going to get down to the bottom of this. <laughs> I'm just here to help out. <laughs> I brought this leprechaun flute. It's been passed down. For so my great-grandfather, who was Irish. Dude, something happened where I'm in a group chat with, with Mick and a bunch of the girls. Um <laughs> what is happening <laughs> he said something i'm like laughing thinking about it g said something where i was like oh uh maybe she's talking about this i thought she was talking about the leprechaun video i put that video in the chat so i don't know if that's why it was in the forefront of mixed brain but i i remember i leaked the video and i was like i gotta watch it this is like last week or a couple days ago and i was like i gotta fucking watch it and i watched it like twice it's so funny dude uh, well, imagine if there was gold under that tree the audacity of that guy to be like 
I'm gonna like it's a tree I'm that gonna belongs get a to somebody hole. probably. Yeah. And he's like, I'm gonna get a backhoe. We're gonna we're gonna dig up this tree. I'm gonna fucking find where that gold is. Like that's my gold. Like are you kidding me? <laughs> I'd be like, hey man, it's not your tree. <laughs> this is also not a leprechaun. This sketch too, dude. Like. <laughs> I think, you'll notice that, video, you I think you'll up. notice that the Patreon fans are probably gonna be like, I couldn't see the sketch, but just watch. The I know it was like, it. you couldn't really see it. It's literally like, <clears throat> it kind of looks like one of Smokey J's drawings. Like it's on lined paper. I'm pretty sure or like similar kind of whatever, but it's like not like Smokey J's are good. This is like a fucking fake fucking leprechaun sketch. Like it looks just like a two-year-old drew a person with a hat with a buckle on it. <laughs> like, oh my God, dude. Thank you, Mick, for that. Um, where the gold at imagine if there was gold it'd be amazing <laughs> I'm, I'm imagining give me uh hey just give me give me one second i gotta go um i gotta get my cat hold on okay it's just gonna sm- <laughs> i just paused it because leo said he's gonna get his cat i paused it and this motherfucker's like i don't have a cat he was i don't with me I, i'm i'm fucking with him doesn't really <laughs> He doesn't realize that I fucked back. He still turned up the yeah, yeah. I paused the recording. He was like, I don't have a cat. I was just gonna smoke some weed off camera. And I was like, you can do that on camera. It's <laughs> <laughs> cat smoky. This cat's really smoky. The <laughs> cat is smoky, bro. He's just smoky fucking cat. <laughs> no, his name is his name is Smokey the cat. Smoky. Only stinks you in can here. prevent cotton mouth. Stinks in here. <laughs> Imagine Smokey the Cat. Only you can prevent cotton mouth. Ah, Smokey the Cat. Did you guys hear that? Yeah. Did you really? You guys hear this? Oh. Watch it. Kevin doesn't fucking catch fire to the foam uh, covering on your microphone. <laughs> okay, don't. It's dangerous. <laughs> So dangerous. So dumb. Uh, what was the question? There was it was the we're on the crying leprechaun video from Mick. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think we I mean there's not really a question. I think we answered like where's the gold at? Like obviously there was some gold there. You say obviously there was some gold there? Yeah, obviously. Otherwise <laughs> no, not obviously. Yeah. Not Definitely obviously. not obviously. Has anyone ever by the way for real though? <laughs> I do want to ask this question. Has anyone ever found gold for real in real life? Mm. Ever in their fucking lives? I I found gold at a jewelry store once. You did not. You fucking went to a jewelry store. I'm talking about like in like yeah, like on treasure. the beach. Yeah. yeah like like has anyone ever found a treasure in their entire yeah, life? Didn't we get those metal detectors from the 90s with the headphones? And, and I know and we literally have beach. billions of listeners, but. Yeah, is there a, is there a way that anyone has e- and even if we did have a billion, I don't think anyone has ever actually found a treasure. Billions and billions of follicles. Yeah, for real. <laughs> we don't reference him because we don't listen. Hey, hey. that's an old reference. Not all. There's also he was referencing something else. Right, billions. <laughs> all right, this next question is from Kim Close at Kim Close underscore four. Sorry, this cat. Give me one second. Sorry. Last time I said his like real name, and yeah. then he was like, "Don't say me fucking name on the podcast." And I was like, "I'm sorry. I thought it was cool." And he was like, "Yeah, I guess it is cool, but no one knows." And I was like, "All right, fucking mouth say fucking name, I guess. But I, I won't say it just in case now because I'm feeling self conscious about it." That was a terrible scouse dialect. 
Um, he said, wait, Leo, can you hear me? I can't tell you. I'll go cat, this <laughs> stupid ass cat over here. <clears throat> God damn cat. Ugh. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Leo and his cat, bro. Get out of here. Get this fucking cat out of here. Ugh, yeah, get so out of here. Much. We got a podcast to do. <laughs> we got a fucking. Anyways, what's the fucking question? <clears throat> Anyways, Kim Close says oh, yeah. top five Disney films. Can't be Lion King, also. And if you choose the sequel, or if you choose one, like if you choose the first one, the sequel doesn't count. So, example, got it. Frozen, then Frozen Two would yeah, not be top series. Five. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got you. Yeah, if you pick one, it has to be the franchise. Oh, um, no, it has to be the franchise. Oh, okay, okay. Well, if 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 like all or nothing. Well, I'm just saying sequels don't count as additional ones. He's saying, or, or like you could be like, I guess I could say like for like to use that example, like Frozen Two is in my top. I could skip the first one and say Frozen Two is my favorite. But what if you said that Frozen One was hold on? But what if you said Frozen One was also your number one, and Frozen Two was your number four? Oh, ooh. Oh, ooh. oh, I mean. That's I mean, possible, do you right? have any like that? <laughs> no. Can I tell you? Can I tell you this? I've been thinking yeah. about this question ever since he answered it, and I've literally only come up with my top one, and the rest I'm gonna make up on the fly. What? Bro, I know, I know. It's hard to decide. The rest of like, there's. It's not that I don't like five Disney movies. It's like I like all of them. <sighs> sorry. Okay. <laughs> Wait a fucking minute. Fucking cat again. I'm sorry. Just go ahead and answer your. All right. Questions. Fucking cat. My fucking my my top one is Coco. If you were to say that with a scouse, Tyler, they'd be like, ho ho. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> uh, that's full wash, ho ho. Um but if you haven't seen Coco, it's one of the most brilliant movies of all time fucking ever made. Um I want to like say what it's about, but just, just go watch it. Like, don't think it's a kid's movie. Like, it's absolutely not just a kid's movie. Like, just go watch it. Well, I should have clarified if like uh, Disney owned properties count. Well, Disney owns everything, so that wouldn't be fair, but like Marvel and Star Wars. But anyway, I won't do those because I didn't ask. But I was just thinking how to watch the other ones on Disney Plus. Oh, <laughs> oh fucking oh, cat. Oh, um, we'll let you in here. Coco's ah! my number one. Still smoking over here. Number two is a Disney Channel original movie that maybe not Ooh, a lot of people saw. I can't wait to hear this. Up, Up and Away. Uh, it's about a family no. of superheroes. Is that the... Very good. Oh, uh, yes. And they... Very good. Uh, the foil, right? was like a, a thing. Yes. the Yeah, they, the foil was like their kryptonite. Got it. <clears throat> Yes, I do remember that one. Wow, that's a good one. That's a good number two. Yeah. Number three, Tarzan. Ah, fucking cat. <laughs> uh, it's Tarzan. Leo's about to be absolutely nuked. Not um, nuked, just zooted. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, okay, sorry. Three is Tarzan. Three is Tarzan. fucking Phil Collins slaps. Yeah, so Phil got Collins. It. Just so, everything about that movie is fucking great. Can you, can you show me? me? Loki, though. No, I'll tell you off. I'll tell you off camera. Uh, Don't know why, off, but anyway. Mike. What did you fuck, Phil Collins? Oh, I could do that on mic. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, 
<laughs> I fucked Phil Collins. So keep going. <laughs> wow, I can't believe we just said I fucked Phil Collins. Let's keep going. <laughs> my f- <laughs> my first weekend at uh, at Beverly Hills BMW before you got there. <laughs> They had an event and they used to like bring stars and they fucking brought Colin Hay from Men at Work, I think. The what really? Can it be yeah, now? yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the picture and I hadn't really seen a picture of him. I was like, oh, Phil Collins really let himself go. <laughs> so high. So high. So, high. Uh, so that was number three. Number four, uh, can't say Lion King, Little Mermaid. Okay, that's a good little, that's a good little number four. That's a good little. <laughs> Uh, that's one of the good littles. I'm not gonna one lie. Of the good littles, and then number five, Toy Story. Love it, but not the whole franchise. Only number one, and kind of number two, <laughs> and also two. Toy Story three like killed me. Yeah, but I also was like, they didn't need to make this. Yeah, they, also they shouldn't have made this. And then I haven't. I won't watch the fourth one. I mean. I might because it has Keanu and I love Keanu. Yeah, same. I, I don't know why. I don't I I I heard people watching it one time. I was, and like, I was like, oh, you can keep I it. I have yeah, I have no interest. I don't know why, but I, I probably should watch it. I should watch it zooted. That's what I should do. Ooh, that, that's the move. Yeah. Toy Story Zoot. Oh, you, <laughs> you know, know what, what I mean? Uh, uh I'm gonna add a sixth one just just because oh wow. Inside out. <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah. Can I tell you guys something about that movie? <clears throat> I am a pretty emotional person um, and I've never, I, I sometimes cry at movies as most people do. Uh, and this movie, <clears throat> I cried in the weirdest way ever in my entire life. It was so weird. So you guys, if you haven't the, seen Inside, the Inside Out, bong, right? Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't seen yeah. Inside Out, the bing bong moment, uh, well, if you I, haven't seen it, you won't know what that is. But... Yeah. <laughs> yeah but don't like, ruin it. Cause yeah. Oh. But anyway, but anyway, well, well, okay. What do you mean? Don't ruin it. I'm gonna. I'm just saying. If you haven't seen Inside Out, you ain't getting out. I'm, you know, I'm saying care. like I'm gonna ruin saying it. the Bing Bong moment doesn't leaves, ruin it, but he's let's gone. Keep it at that. Yeah, but he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. What are you talking? I don't care. We're dude, We're worried about people watching Inside Out. No. <laughs> like, <I don't- laughs> we're actually worried about ruining the ending to Inside Out. The fucking tw- it's, when they it's come the out- end of Act Two. It's a fucking crucial. <laughs> Oh, I'm telling you guys what happened to me. And I cried like a baby. So what yeah. happened was, okay. All right, fine. I already said it, but anyways, can't go back now. So, uh, <laughs> so I'm watching it and I start talking to, uh, I start talking to my ex for like three seconds in the moment where they foreshadow what he was going to do. So I missed the context. So I, I didn't oh. have a chance to get like pre-sad. You know how Disney does that thing where like they foreshadow like two oh, seconds before yes. something happens? Do it all the time. And, and you're just like, oh no, he's going to... And then you you it they makes you it. get there before they do it. And you're like, no, I didn't get to watch that part. So I had no context of what was going to happen. I, in my brain, I wasn't ready to like, oh, this is what's going to happen in the story, blah, blah. So anyways, they do the jump. He jumps and I start laughing. So hard into a cry it was the weirdest way you're like that kid who's getting interviewed but like, yeah you're gonna miss your mouth no <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just like that i laughed i was like oh that oh, i can't and i'm laughing and I, I couldn't believe it and i started crying i, I literally was like oh no and i 
cried for a little bit of time. It was so bad. Dude. So good choice for your sixth. Yeah. And honestly, could replace Tarzan probably, but I didn't want to replace Tarzan (laughs) because I really love Your list makes no sense right now. It doesn't. Ratatouille. Throw Ratatouille. I just wanted to put all the Pixar films in. Not just specifically of Pixar. Not that it switches out with number five, but it switches out with number three. Yeah. Imagine if I replaced Up, Up, and Away. I just jumped into number two. I was like, you know what, actually? You barely remembered it. You're like, that could go right there. It'd be like that sometimes with Disney movies, do. I know, but it just doesn't. The numbering that wouldn't make any sense. It's so funny to I me. Know, what have I ever made sense? I love it. I'm, I'm, this cat is getting to me. Ugh allergies allergies all right my top five disney right Mm -hmm. (laughs) what if i was just like (laughs) hey arnold the movie (laughs) nickelodeon uh (laughs) i'm too high for this uh what if you just named my same list (laughs) no um including the honorable mention all right so i guess i'm gonna go backwards number number five for me I'd probably say Inside Out. Yeah. Good. That's probably, it's definitely. I'd probably say that's a number three film, but. <laughs> that's my five, so. No, it's a good one. Number four. <sighs> number four. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think of like what. It's a uh, question because you just want to name them all. Yeah. Um, shit. Number four. Let's go with Aladdin. Yes. Fine. Let's go with Aladdin. A great, great, great choice that I should have been on my top five, but it's not. Uh, Maybe number oh, seven. Three, uh, three. Emperor's New Groove. Oh, yeah, dude. Good movie. Good short movie. Great movie. Number. You watch that in Spanish. The moment when the when the old guy's like, beware the groove. Beware the groove. It doesn't really translate. And, and he, so he goes, el estilo. El estilo. Don't know what that means. It just means the style. Oh, <laughs> like the groove. Right. Okay. Got it. I just got it. <laughs> Understood. Yeah. Um, I'm so zooted right now. It's a cat. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> number two. Hmm. I might have to go with a, a Disney Channel original movie. Are you going to say Luck of the Irish? I almost, I definitely wasn't going to, but I almost was going to say Brink. Oh, but actually, oh, what the fuck? I'm, I'm crazy. Fuck. Actually, it wasn't a Disney Channel original movie. It actually was a Disney movie in the 90s. Fucking blank check. Ladies and gentlemen. Yes, dude. That yes. movie fucking ripped. Anyone that watched that movie at that yes. fucking impressionable age was like, I can't wait to get a check and fuck some fucking FBI agent. 150%. I was like, next time I get a fucking Blake check, I'm cashing that bitch in. I'm writing like a million dollars or whatever. You mean to tell me I'm going to be 12 and I'm going to be kissing a 30-year-old FBI agent? All right. Very problematic film at the end of the day, but very problematic, but very good. But at the as a kid, you were like, 
that is sick. Yeah. You know, you got money. They knew their audience. The hottest fucking woman on the planet. (laughs) A hot 30-year-old FBI agent just looking at you down. Yeah, they knew their audience. Anyway, very, like I said, incredibly problematic. But all the kid parts were good because I was loving it. Um, Right, And number one, A Bug's Life. Yes, very good. Dude, I was thinking about how on um, our buddy Tom's podcast, Movies After Work, they did like a ranking of all the Pixar films. Mm -hmm. And someone had Bug's Life at number two. I think it actually might have been Tom. And his co-host put it as his number one. And they talked about the movie for like a long time. And I was like, oh, shit. I forgot how good that is. It's such a a good movie. A Bug's Life, I remember watching... um... Like and the cast was so good. Yeah, dude. I, I I just remember it being like right after Toy Story and like wanting you know more from Pixar and like they, they fucking delivered with a bug's life. That shit was fucking awesome. You had action oriented before we knew he was a piece of shit. But he was the he was the piece of shit. No, Dennis Dennis Hopper was the piece of shit. My no, it was Ke- Kevin Spacey was the lead. Yeah. It, no, was Kevin Dennis, Spacey Hopper? Dennis Leary. Mm, no, maybe. hold on. No, hold on. Hold it feels on. like he was the villain. Oh. We're getting the bu- the I'm Bugs re- Life cast wrong. Bugs. <laughs> For some reason, it put Bugs I know life. Dennis Larry was the ladybug. He was like, hey, get yeah. out of here. Whatever. Yeah. I do remember that. Let's see. Bugs Life cast. And it was Woody Allen? No, it's, uh, no that was He ants. was an ants. That's right. That's right. Which is weird. Like, uh, the same year or something. Dave, Dave Foley was Flick. Great as Dave Flick. Dave Foley was iconic was flick. as Flick. Oh, no. Kevin Spacey was Hopper. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a bunch of other people. There was, I mean, David Hyde Pierce, Phyllis Diller. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, fucking Richard Kind. Richard, Ki- Richard Kind doing any voice in animation is the best. So good. <clears throat> He's so good at it. Uh, let's see who else. Brad Garrett. Oh, yeah. Remember oh, that? God, Brad Garrett. Yeah. So anyway, uh, that's my number one. That's a good movie. Watch it. Watch movie. A Bug's Life. It's a good movie. <clears throat> All right. Another question from Steve K. He says, who wins in a New York style PC eating contest? You or this man? And it's fucking Roy Nelson. <laughs> New York, New York. St- Wait, I'm sorry. New York style pizza eating contest, right? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. If you mix all those words up, it kind of sounds weird, weirder than you think. No, it doesn't. You're just really high. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, but if you said like, I'm very high, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> cat <laughs> the fucking cat <laughs> anyways i'm not letting roy nelson out of there standing doesn't yeah. matter who wins die for eating pizza we're both going to the hospital <laughs> oh shit i'm gonna eat all the fucking pizza until it's none, there's none left <laughs> and roy's gonna do the same thing and we're both gonna be like you fucking can't eat one more I'm like, oh i fucking dare you to Gotta, eat yeah one more. You can give me like a fucking one more. And I'm going like, to give him my gullet. And then I'm going to oh do the fucking God. Along Came Polly thing. Oh, yeah. The grease, I'm going to drink the grease. And I'm like, you think I can do one more? What? And then uh, I'll just die. Cool. You would die. But you would die in that I would rather pizza eating die contest. die than lose a pizza <laughs> eating contest. Dude, are you kidding me? I didn't think about that. I like Ray Nelson, though. It's not like a Sam Alvey thing. He just... Very competitive with New York style pizza eating. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Do you want to answer that or are you? 
uh, I guess that guy. Yeah. Ray Nelson would definitely beat you in a PT eating contest. Absolutely. But I'm 320 pounds. But we have to, before we go any further, we do have to acknowledge that it's a New York style. Yeah. And there's no one more New York than me. <laughs> I mean, there's definitely like thousands and thousands, of, if not millions of people more New York than me, but Roy Nelson ain't one of them. <laughs> I'm more New York than Roy Nelson, if I can say oh, that. Shit. <clears throat> okay. This next question is from the boss man, the head of Threadhead Media, Rory at Rory Rex. He one time went on, um, uh, what's it called? Ray's I'm a pot of soup with my boy Ray. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, when he was plugging his handle at the end, he was like, it's a Rory Rex. You're not going to be able to spell that. So just search Rory. There's not that many of us. And I was like, <laughs> you could spell it. <laughs> um, he says, your UFC president and decide that the next card, each fighter has to fight butt ass naked. Create your main card with location. Oh, a God. real title has to be on the line as well as a made-up one. And I'm going to go ahead and read my reply, which no one liked. I said, I'm wet. (laughs) That's it? That's it. That's not my question, but I replied to the tweet. I'm just saying no one liked the reply yet. I feel like answering this, it could be problematic. Mm, It definitely is. (laughs) I don't know why. I feel like if we answer this, someone's going to be like, I definitely hold the belief that fighters should not be judged for their physical appearance and solely on their merit and uh, personalities and not uh, degraded. However, within the context of this question, it's very fucking fun to create a car where everyone is naked. No, a full car. Uh, It's five fucking fights, bro. All right. Let's do four fights for the sake of this. Wow, I can't believe we're actually doing this. I hope we get canceled. And and we have to put a fake title and a real one. Like the BMF, like a fake one. Oh, okay. Or maybe he means an interim. Either way, however you feel about <laughs> fake titles. Like, I feel like it definitely means something more like the BMF, like what I was saying. But I'm saying like you could construe that to say like, oh, an interim maybe. Okay, I'm sorry. I just started laughing at one of my fights. <laughs> <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> All right, my go on. Okay, first... did we did we agree on four fights? No, I think we. I think I'm doing five. Okay, you're gonna do five. Okay, we should do. You four. can do four. We should do four though. The less, the better. Okay. <clears throat> well, we'll see if I can come up with. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I, so let's like, keep... I was like, am I a creep if I think about this question and make notes? I'm not going to. I'm just gonna. Like, <laughs> I did like. I, I decided to put it out of my mind until recording. I can't stop thinking about my pick, but keep going. <laughs> I'm thinking you're laughing at me. Anytime you're laughing about something in your head. <laughs> fucking asshole. I don't know if I'm vain or you're a fucking asshole. Let's keep it's going. Both. It's, it's definitely both. Um, opening up the main card would be Derek Lewis versus Huggy Bear, a.k.a. Charles Bennett, a.k.a. the Poor bastard that lost to Ben Rothwell a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago. Yes. Who I just realized the other day has a fucking unfortunate ass bald spot on his head. <laughs> like someone posted a reaction meme to something and it was him like after he lost when he was like kind of like crying or whatever, like hunched over. And you can see the bald spot. And I was like, oh no, dude. <laughs> um, 
Derek Lewis versus Huggy Bear. Okay. Oh, first of all, the location is um, the roof of Mall of America in Minnesota. <laughs> so mixed demand would be forced to go there. He hates the Mall of America. And sort of probably most people in Minnesota, by the way, they're like, it's a tourist attraction. It's not real. Don't go there. Still I mean, it definitely is real. Visit. Yeah, <laughs> that's, it's yeah, it's definitely real, but whatever. But mixed demand is—he's so proud of Minnesota that he—he he, we would send us like little videos in the chat, and be like, "This place fucking sucks. No one likes it. Don't go here." But then he'd be like, "Look at this cool shit." <laughs> it's like still promoting it. Um. Uh. So yeah, opening with the mid card is Derek Lewis versus Huggy Bear. Uh. Then. It's going to be. See, I feel like it's. This is like he's like putting us in a bad spot. Because I feel like it's like very chauvinistic if if we put women on the card. But is it is it even worse if we don't put them on the card? Yeah, yeah, dude. We're we're trying to be so fucking woke right now. It's so hard. No, it's very hard. Um, I'm, I'm about to take a nap right now. Man, my man, the bags under my eyes are so intense right now. So intense. It's because you're old. Just from this cat. It's the cat, dude. It's, it's the, the cat. fucking cat. Um. Ugh cat then it would be <clears throat> valentina shevchenko mm-hmm. versus rose namayunas okay and that's actually a title fight it would be champ versus champ for the for the 125 belt and then the fake title would be the fucking Dumb truck ass belt. Okay, I like this. Fucking OSP coming out of retirement to and when he's <laughs> back into the UFC. Yeah, yeah, coming back, coming back into the UFC. Not really out of retirement, but Tyron Woodley would be his opponent. Tyron Woodley okay. not cutting weight and fighting at two hundred five, uh, which is way outside of his weight class. But OSP cutting down to two hundred five because now he's a heavyweight again. <laughs> Can you imagine? This fight is scheduled for five rounds in the 205 round division for the undisputed dump truck. Wow. That's a lot. (laughs) And is that, and that's to, and then to top off your card. And then fighting out of the blue corner, these (sighs) cheeks on the professional record. (laughs) These cheeks. These (laughs) Jesus. Okay. It's too much. Okay. And then this is your fourth fight, yeah? Yeah. See, I just did three. This is my fourth fight. The fourth fight is gonna be uh uh (laughs) hold on. I got this. Uh, I got this. It's gonna be uh Irene Aldana versus Amanda Nunes fighting for the 145 belt because the Rainy should be fighting at 145 and not missing weight by three pounds of bantam weight. Yeah, I think force the one. I don't. I don't want to do any more than that. Yeah, I feel like you've 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 avoided all the landmines, so now I got to step on them. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, there there room to not step on more landmines. There's I, not that many landmines. I don't know. It's all right. Here we go. Um. Imagine if you put Greg Hardy. <laughs> oh, you know what? Greg Hardy, Tai Tuvasa opening up the card, but them naked instead. Yes, dude. That's fucking amazing. 
Um, <clears throat> God. Especially, especially the fucking post my interview. You want to bloke the bang with me? I'm not that fucking bloke. Um, <sighs> hold on. He was looking to bang, and I said, "Pick another bloke," and I just don't <laughs> make it. Okay. Um. <laughs> All right. After this, this, if Roy doesn't pick us to win the fucking KO hot sauce, I'm going to be Hold on. pissed. Here we go. Here we go. Um, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but not really. It's just... <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get it out. I'm about to piss myself. For real. Okay. Um... <laughs> okay. Uh, Yuri Justin... Prosca is Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, Justin Kish. <laughs> versus literally anyone else and the title would be for um for the person who shits themselves the most Leo, take off your glasses and lean into the camera you are fucking crying real tears I just saw one roll down your eye <laughs> And the title would be for person doesn't shit themselves. So, so the, there's no rounds. There's just whoever shits himself first loses. <laughs> so like stupid. Ten rounds in, like <laughs> no energy. None of us is pooped yet. It's so stupid. It's just it's I probably with that title just <laughs> <in case. laughs> Even though you said literally <laughs> but then they'll promote it like she's like this is my redemption fight I have to show that she has to prove herself oh wow people just remember me as the girl who shit herself in the octagon and after tonight I'll be the girl who didn't shit herself in the octagon That's literally everyone else. It's only you. Uh, yeah. yeah, remember me that way. Remember me that way. Yeah. Bro. And then the fact that she's literally naked in the ring, shitting in the ring. Anyway, it's stupid. And that's my, that's my second fight. Also, I think her, her opponent should be Cheyenne Bays. Let's do it. Yeah. Pissed herself? What happened? No, Cheyenne Bays, the girl that just won with like a one minute head kick KO. The girl was climbing off the mat. But before mm-hmm. that, she got dominated in a scarf hole position and she fucking was like, I'll follow you home, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the idea of her getting in the way of a fucking Justin Kish shit title, dude. Shit oh title. God. Okay. Yeah. So that's it. The, that's number two. Um, number three. Fucking shit. Um, John Jones versus Francis Ngannou. E- no. Uh, yeah. Uh, for, that's for number three. Three. Yeah. That's no, a that's good fight good. anyway. But that wouldn't that that would be like a headliner. <clears throat> 
Yeah, but okay, so that's your headliner. But what's your call? So now you got out of the way. Now I'm going the opposite way. Okay. Um, I don't know. I'm just saying, you said it'd be a headliner. Yeah. So then John Jones and Nganu for the headliner for the heavyweight title. Um, uh, wow. I, I'm literally drawing blanks here. I just as best as I can. I'm trying to think of other fighters. To, that I, I was trying to deliberately do like two men, two women. Um, you you've only done one woman's fight so far. If you're including my Jones and Ganu one, yeah, so, that's true. Let's see, let's see another <laughs> women's fight. Um, I I'm literally having a hard time remembering any fighters' names. <laughs> Whaley versus Yoana too. N- uh, no. Oh, okay. You're, you're giving this to me. You're you're trying to make me avoid these landmines, but I'm trying to. <laughs> you're trying to find a landmine, bro. I'm trying to find a landmine. No, I'm just trying to look for the. Uh, my co-main oh I guess my co-main would be Lauren Murphy versus Valentina Shevchenko for the that's, title that's going to be happening that's a, anyway that's a, yeah that's already booked that's a great fight <clears throat> yeah and then that's four. Oh, good. That's <laughs> my four. Okay. Done. Done. Great. <clears throat> Done. Oh, what yeah. a great question. But also, yeah. it could have been super. Oh, where's your location? I don't think you said one. Oh, um, whichever state it's okay to shit in. <laughs> That's all of them. Oh, what if it? What if it took place on a toilet bowl? No. Do you know that? Do you know that that that? <laughs> that area of the United States called the four corners where you oh, can stand yeah. in what the if they put states. the octagon in the fucking center of the four corners like which state is she gonna shit <laughs> it's illegal in this one you can't shit over there just eat. you have to sh-. like when a foul happens they're like go to neutral corner well not that one <laughs> I don't think we've done another Patreon. I gotta wave it off. I'm gonna wave it off. When, when that when Justin Kish fought last, I think she fought Tracy Cortez. <laughs> and Leo was making those jokes. Because I did that. I was like waving off the fucking podcast. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> but like, isn't that like I know I'm gonna come back to this because we've done this podcast, I talked about it before, but God, would that not be the funniest thing if she did it twice? It would be it would be the most hysterical thing of all time. Not only <laughs> You're already known as that. It's infamous. Right. But two times. Like, That's like lightning striking twice in the same spot. Okay. I know we already talked about it on the podcast, but it's just too funny to me. And then Felice, it's, it's somehow it's in a Felice Herrig rematch. They bring Felice back. It's like, again? Everyone. Everyone is like, again? The commentators are like, she again? It's shit's all over. <laughs> shit's all over. I cannot. Goldie comes back. I can't. Again, who's funnier than us? I don't know, but goddamn.
Okay. This question is from KGB at KGB LMFAO. She says, worst meal you've ever had slash worst meal you've ever made. Oh, well, I already said my worst meal I ever made. I don't think we can get worse than rat poison. (laughs) (laughs) The worst meal I've ever had. And like I said, this is also, you could say it's the weirdest one, but I didn't want to do it for both questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fried pig intestine. <laughs> no. So uh, I grew up kind of poor and we were always trying to use up everything in the house. And my mom was like the master of that. She would like make this, like she would just throw everything in and like whatever casserole and fucking like make whatever thing. One day, <clears throat> All we had to eat available. I mean, I don't know what else was available. This somehow seemed to be the only option that they were giving us was a box of uh, instant mashed potatoes. And this is, I became a vegan later in life, but we were vegetarian back then. You have to mix it with milk. And we didn't have milk. My mom made the instant mashed potatoes with cottage cheese oh yeah it was like literally eating throwing (laughs) and and literally like i was thinking about this too because in our same chat that reference earlier someone put this in i was like i've never had cottage cheese what does it taste like i got ptsd i love i don't even think i even commented on it in the chat i was like nope i can't I cannot. I absolutely cannot. Yeah. And what made it worse, dude? I'm the kind of person I like to be overwhelmed with flavor, and so like I'll often add like something like to something that doesn't need it or whatever. I've actually kind of gotten better at that, but like, I'll I love to like add flavors stuff, especially when I cook for myself. She made those mashed potatoes, and I was like, "This is absolutely throw up. I'm yeah. not eating this." Or I tried. I fucking put like ketchup and mustard in it. It was so gross. It sounds like one of the worst things ever. It sounds like the, one of the worst things anyone's ever had, right? I mean, like, yeah, it sounds fuck? pretty bad. I mean, I don't know if it's bad as rat poison. Also, I'm pretty me, sure, but... like, cooking cottage cheese is not a good idea. Uh, well, <laughs> oh, wait. You have to, like, put, we cook the mashed potatoes and you put them. I mean, I haven't mm. made instant mashed potatoes in the longest fucking time, but yeah, it's probably true. <laughs> uh, and, oh, my God. Was this the worst? What was the question? Worst meal you've ever had, or yeah, worst meal you've ever had, worst meal you've ever made. I don't know if um, there's a the slash. Thing? I don't know if he wants to do both. The what's the worst thing you've ever made? What's the worst thing I've ever made? I'm I'm a really really good cook, so I don't. No, just kidding. Um, but I'm a bad cook, so I don't really cook often. But I made something. I can't remember what it was. And like I didn't cook it all the way through, and like it was like some sort of frozen thing, and I just kind of kept eating. And I, I again, instead of like putting it back in the oven, I like tried to add shit like I do, like I did with the fucking potatoes, and it was just it made it so bad. And I can't, I wish I remembered what it was, but it's so fucking gross. That sounds pretty gross. <clears throat> uh, worst meal I've ever had was. <clears throat> and I'm really trying to think of like. Just a really, really terrible. Okay, 
So not the worst meal I've ever had, but there's a there's a place in not really the worst, but it's just the worst because of what it represented. Uh, it's a place called Barton G. Um, <clears throat> it's like a really really nice place to eat, and uh, it's not that the food was bad. It's just that they really relied on kitschiness to make the food seem like better than it was. And then after eating it and then getting the bill, I was like, okay, I'm pretty pissed. Like, uh, it it just was not up to its the standard of what anything should ever be. And I just remember being pissed off that like, they're like, oh, like you could eat like a uh, fucking cotton candy and Mary Antoinette's hair, which sounds like the hottest, like the highest thing anyone's ever invented, but they had it there. And they had like, you know, lobster pop tarts that would come out in like a toaster. And then like the, <laughs> which now seems very racist, which was like whatever the fucking sushi came out with the fucking two samurai swords oh. in a wood like, yeah, so pretty fucking racist um but anyway uh yeah it was it was fine it was not good enough for me so that makes me sound very snooty and i'm very excited about it <laughs> like no but that's probably like the one of the worst meals i've ever had so funny yeah yep all right um this one is from just some stands Ant hole by the way that was born from this podcast and he got a follow from Paige van Zandt recently what was saying it because of that but i'm also not not saying that what was born from this podcast his name just some stan zant hole because he asked about Paige van zant a few episodes ago and he was like is she the most underrated fighter in the ufc or or to ever leave the US?" something like that and i was like yeah um he says oh and that's that's still some asshole i believe yeah still some asshole is the handle it says, what fighter gave the most to the sport but gets the least recognition? Oh. <laughs> That's a really tough question, especially to answer all right. Like, it's, all, it's all like a fucking really serious MMA question. Like, fuck, that's oh, a good no. question. What, what were you about to say? <laughs> Are you about to step on a landmine? No, I think you know my answer. <laughs> Are you going to say Michael Bisping? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, then I literally don't know your answer. I think you should share with the say, class. Obviously, just in case. I don't <laughs> she did give a lot. She gave a lot of shit. She, she zero recognition for that. Wow. She got zero recognition. Anyway, let's keep going. <laughs> She's got all the recognition. <laughs> All the wrong things. Oh, man. <clears throat> okay. The fucking most of this war and gets the We're adults. It's hard to say. Outside of my answer. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, Justin Kish, <laughs> the unsung hero of WMMA <laughs> in, the last, in the last 10 years. <laughs> Actually, Speaking of that, I'm going to say Gina Carano. Because when people think about like the birth of women's MMA, they mm-hmm. give credit to... I mean, it was the fight between her and Cyborg, which kind of make it took off, and then Cyborg was like holding the torch for a while. But before Cyborg, before the Cyborg fight, like, Gina was the face of WMMA. And like now we think of Ronda Rousey as the one who was like the most influential and, and, and like Cyborg too. Uh, and I feel like Gina actually doesn't get a lot of recognition for that. I mean, right, like, like for being a turf, but... right? Rhonda and her are like 
not they should be like closer to this and it just seemed like yes you know. exactly that's fair uh, still going, just in case are you gonna give a real answer <laughs> no i i just like that answer because it is pretty funny to think that she's pretty memorable at the end of the day like you can't you can't <laughs> argue with that you like i really. do with that and she doesn't really get that recognized but if you said what she did everyone be like oh yeah <laughs> Um, we're like what was justine kish's contribution to mma (laughs) you just make like a (laughs) everyone's like oh yeah he gets it (laughs) yeah he gets it um you know the vibes (laughs) uh wow i don't know i don't this is a good one for um The, the problem is, is like, I, uh, like that the rec- it's, it's about the recognition. Like there's a lot of people that are given to the sport that do a lot of people do like, damn, that does get recognition. Um, oh, he said, what fighter? I, I, I was almost thinking I was going to say Bjorn Rebney. <laughs> I don't know promoter. who that is. He was the, he was the um, original promoter and I think founder of Bellator before Scott Coker took over. Yeah, I can't I can't really think of a fighter that doesn't get the recognition that is they deserve. I don't think there's anyone that's like in the ring. It's kind of merit based. I almost said I was trying to think of one of the early days, like maybe someone like Don Fry. Maybe that could be a good one actually because he fucking gave a lot of brain cells to this. I mean Tito Ortiz then. Well, oh fuck. No, but he gets the right. He he gets I, recognition too. Yeah, that's true. I guess Don Fry is probably a good one that is not like people kind of forget. Like he was a champion yeah. and stuff, and amazing fights and pride as well. Yeah. Uh, Did you fucking see this clip? I saw running. I will not watch the whole thing, but he was on Joe Rogan podcast. And he was like, "I'm working," on, and I can't tell if he was taking the piss or not because I'm pretty sure, like I saw a few like articles about it. He's like, "I'm working on a comeback, Joe," and he's like, "Oh yeah, who you want to fight?" He goes. Nagano. Like Francis Nagano is like, yeah. And like, <laughs> like, well, he's like, well, he has the belt. <laughs> I was like, if you're serious, that should be literally proved why they should not sanction you. Because holy shit. Like, wow. Wow. <laughs> I got no one. I, I was gonna honestly, I was gonna say Max Holloway, but Everyone loves him. Everyone thinks yeah. he's the best. It's just, I guess, it feels like he hasn't been in a fight recently. Well, I'll tell you, so I'll tell you, someone who gets a, who gave a lot to the sport gets not a lot of recognition, even though he's like beloved. Like the true recognition, Jose Aldo. Yeah, because he was like the winningest featherweight champion in UFC history. Defended that on the WEC as well. It was just like on a tear, like ten years undefeated, uh, and then he fucking lost to Connor in thirteen seconds, and everyone's like, "Oh, he's fucking washed. He's whatever." And it's like. Hey man, didn't you forget? And like now he's like winning at Bantamweight again. And so I think he's on like a little nice little win streak. People are like, oh shit, yeah, Josie Aldo is one of the fucking goats. But like, <clears throat> he rarely gets brought up in the goat conversations. You know, and it's it's weird for me now that now that you say it because now I'm thinking DJ too when he oh, was in the UFC. He kept he pretty yeah. much kept the flyweights around. Yeah, he did, yeah. That's fucking really. That's a really good one, actually. Yeah, he kept, you, he kept Leo, the- coming up with a good answer. The cat, the cat left. So the cat left. Yeah. Um. And 
yeah i mean he gave us the fucking the flying arm bar and the whole thing is yeah all right so such a good question uh my my dude next question is from cam Rellum. by the way i looked this up that's like the you may know this you know more things about music than i do but that that's apparently the alter ego of mac miller i was like what no. is that he's a huge mac miller fan bro i do know who um, mac miller is i didn't know that it was his alter ego name you did or did not did not nice um at yugi mma it's the boy yugi um bro i miss ipoke podcast when is it coming back it's a fucking great podcast and i miss it um he says what is the animal you relate to the most and why hmm. That's the end of the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. That's it. For me, yeah, it's crows. <laughs> oh wow! No, baby, that's just crows. For real? No, I was I was thinking like, here's how I got there, and then because my I'll lead to my real answer, but I'll try and go backwards. I was like, I was like, what is my like spirit animal that i identify with it has to be what my patronus would be uh, and then i'm like thinking about oh my patronus is actually a raven but i, I picked that specifically because it actually kind of does fit but the, but more importantly like to honor raven claw as well and i was like okay no but but what my patronus would be a monkey okay like a like a chimp or like or like those little cute monkeys from fucking friends, like capuchin monkeys. Ah. Those ones that are on TikTok with wearing a fucking diaper doing cute shit. Okay. Yeah. I'm a monkey in a diaper on TikTok doing cute shit. That's okay. Me. And that's MY. Yeah. Just, just check out my TikTok. You. Yeah. At Aaronish Jackson. I'm in a diaper doing cute shit all the time. <laughs> but no, for real, I love those monkeys. <laughs> Great. Uh, you know, it's uh, oh, let me think of this one. Let me think. What animal do I relate to? Why, honestly, probably a sloth because they're always just chilling. Yeah, dude, that's a great one for you. That's a high one for me, right? Do you know, now. what it's definitely uh, like being high. Do you know what how to say sloth in Greek? How? Nothrotita. Nothrotita. Okay. Got it. Does that ring any bells? No. Because I'm high. Um, But, yeah, because they're just chilling. Yeah. Okay. Next question. I'm falling asleep on the podcast. Oh, okay. Oh, perfect. (laughs) I think we're getting closer to a three-hour podcast again. I love it. Yeah, on, on something that was supposed to be like off the cuff on the on a whim. Yeah, exactly. We're like, yeah, we'll just do three hours. <clears throat> um, this is from the Bane at the Bane's MMA, dude. This fucking guy is hilarious, and it's like since I've been on, on MMA Twitter, every like few months there'll be like an account that pops up that's like really funny, and then it usually like really like quickly like right away you find out they're like problematic 
this guy's hilarious and he's not problematic. Hmm. I was like, that's a fucking rare thing. Like I almost like didn't believe it at first. I was like, that's not even, that's not even a thing. All the accounts that pop up that are funny turned out to be terrible. <laughs> and <laughs> this person him, is not. Anyways, he's a great fucking guy. He gave away a <laughs> giveaway for a blender. And uh, I guess someone else won. I think it was like Vic Nobu or something that I don't really know who that is. Um, because I, I was checking the thread and, and like, he was like, oh, but I said if I won, I would give it to Filthy or whatever. And they like linked a tweet. They put the receipts in the chat. And then she was like, yes, I need my fucking blender. Let's go. And then she got the video, um, which apparently there's a there's a story behind that video. Um, uh, <laughs> that's not what I meant to say. Okay, but oh, here we I, go. His question. Okay. His question. How high is your vertical? <laughs> I just wanted to emphasize that because we're really high. Yeah. Listen. When I was in college, when we first met, I could touch the rim. I couldn't fall on Doug. I couldn't get my wrist over, but I could touch the rim. That's pretty tall, buddy. And then in 2011, I sprained my ankle and I didn't have insurance and it healed wrong. I didn't do physical therapy. And now I have a bum leg. I sprained it again in 2015 and again in 2021. Too many times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm fucked. My vertical now, six inches if I'm lucky. <laughs> um, I don't know. 34, 35. Yeah. Feet? Less than that, probably inches. I know. <laughs> feet. Keep in mind, thirty-six is three feet, though. So, like, you're basically getting to the point where you say you could jump a yard. So that's very fucking good. Like, I would say you maybe have like a eighteen. Uh, yeah. uh, like, eight. dude. No, it's probably in the twenties. Then it's probably twenty. It's probably past twenty-four. All right, I need you to go get a tape ah, measure. Yeah, right <laughs> I need you to get a tape measure, stick it to the wall somehow, jump near the wall, and then the height of your jump, touch your foot to the side and see where it lands. It is not going to be in the 30s. As a matter of fact, you no. won't even probably be in danger of your head hitting the ceiling unless you have like really low ceilings. But wear a helmet just in case or bend forward. Wait, I'm sorry. Okay, you want me to get the tape measure? <laughs> I'm a little bit confused. <laughs> I think you're being very too literal. I know. Little, I was gonna say the fact that he asked this question is really funny. Like, 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 how high is your vertical? <laughs> but like to answer it in earnest, like we've been doing, <laughs> very hey, unfunny. It's very <laughs> funny. <laughs> so. No, it's great. It's a three-hour podcast. If you're listening this podcast. far, like, fucking, you better think we're they funny. They can't at this all point. be bangers. Come on. Although I think what this do you one expect? is. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I think this is a bang. It's pretty banging. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. lie. It's pretty banging. You might listen um, and be like, how fucking high were we? Yeah. <clears throat> and I guess we're gonna have to listen back and find out because we're gonna sound so stupid. All right. Uh, this is like so like peeling back the curtain because I feel like okay, this that's what we say normally after we stop recording. We're like, I feel <laughs> like that was a bang. Like we never say that on the podcast. It's true. All right. Um, you guys gotta let us know. <clears throat> Uh, I don't know. Okay, then th 30, then. 
exactly <laughs> i'm sitting on the edge of my bed and it's that way i almost fucking fell off the bed just then. <sighs> whatever something like that yeah yeah something like that <laughs> dude th- this is basically the end we gave our picks for the fight card last week didn't we we did. We, we don't did. have to worry yeah. about that. We don't have to worry oh. about shit, dude. But we do have to ask for a couple things. If you're oh. listening on Apple Podcasts, give us a five star review. Say something nice. We'll read it on the podcast. Uh, if you aren't on Apple Podcasts and you feel like going the extra mile like Filthy and Kellen did, you can go on something called Podchaser and give us a review, which is a place where people can go to find reviews on podcasts and things like that. Uh, there's also something you can do to support us is, uh, follow us or su- subscribe or whatever on Patreon. Yeah. Subscribe is the word. Uh, we're at patreon.com slash friendly sparring $3 a month gets you basically just access and, uh, like I'll shout you out in the credits, which I'm about to do. And no one has done that because they all want the $5 option. And I named that tier Peggy Knuckles. They're um, all Peggies to us. Yeah, they're all they're all Peggies. These are all Peggies. Uh, it's $5 a month. And that's, uh, you get all I mentioned, but you get episodes a day early and they're video episodes. So you can, you can see me doing obscene hand gestures for no reason. Yeah, or see me when I say I've seen hand gestures, I'm literally doing the fucking times. chef's kiss Italian hand all the time. All the time. Uh, and yeah, you can see think, Leo's areolas in a couple episodes. Yeah, and you can also see, I think at the beginning of this podcast, I jerked off four dicks. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> you created a new method, bro. All right. Well, let's get, elbow. Okay, let's get our <laughs> and you're looking like you're doing like flies at the gym yeah let's uh let's thank our patrons yeah let's thank the patrons i was about to read like um one of my favorite uh non-mma podcasts i listen to verbal diorama it's a movie podcast she shouts out um her patrons at the end of every episode two it was like that's she's british she's like very special thank you to the patrons of this podcast claudia shoddy simon e simon b andy mike and like literally like reads these names and i was i'm pulling up the notes i'm stalling and i'm trying to find the people so i was like let me just tell this verbal diorama story Jade, claudia simon e simon b all right he's got the names the patrons and these are for the most part and i'm i mean i think i'm exactly correct <laughs> in order of when they subscribe oh callum shout out to homie callum APB, 8P Brox. <laughs> if you guys listen to Combat Sports with Rhino, you know she she frequently sends in questions there. And uh, <laughs> and, and <laughs> when when Rhino reads her question or after he answers it, he, he says a quote that she said from a f- like several questions back saying a quote from her mom, which is, you can't be a wuss and have a puss. So everyone was like, thank you so much, APB. And remember, shout to Mama Sims, can't be a wuss and have a puss. <laughs> he says every episode. Like, I look forward to it every episode. I'm like, yes, you can't be a wuss and have a puss. Basically saying girls are tougher than guys. 
Um, Sandy, shout out Sandy Pants, Ms. Pants. Uh, and shout out to Tom as they usually watch together. So shout out Tom. Uh, at, uh, not at, but shout out to Alex from Jersey. Again, I love that he's the only one who's no location located. These are, by the way, these are like I asked him how to be how he wanted to be shout out. Um, T Cross, the homie T Cross, um, filthy casual, as mentioned earlier. Um, Fee, aka Iron Fee on Twitter. Um, Dave L, your boy Dave L. Whoa, the second wave on the animal just hit. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunate timing. Yeah, uh, and then uh, our boy Phil, the MMA dude. Thank you guys so much for supporting this podcast. It means the world. And uh, you'll always get uh, shouted out on every episode. Um, and if I don't do it, you can fucking peg me. You heard it here first. Whoa. You heard it here first. You heard it here fucking folks first. Move it up. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, all right. You guys can follow me at LeoGH2113 on Instagram, Twitter. And um, at BreatheRight.com. Oh, God. My boy is the face of Breathe Right. Dude. I am not the face. They just, I just happen to be well, the on nose. the main. Well, I'm the, yeah, the main page. I don't know if I'm going to be the face. We'll see. They got to pay me if that's the case. Yeah, fucking pay. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you have rights to your likeness because you're not a member of SAG after, or are you? It's true. No, not yet, yeah, but I will right be though. soon. Yeah, you will be. We'll get you there. I'm your manager. I just want to make some calls. Oh, okay, great. Um, uh, what a weird end to this. You podcast. can follow the podcast at Friendly Spar Pod. Um, you can send me your headshot and resume oh, and uh, to my casting office. I was a doctor. I was just going to give my address. doctor's office. No, I said I almost doxed myself. Oh, I, I was going to give my address. Good. Yeah, you can come. You can you can come up to my doctor's office. I will perform a completely unlicensed medical examination on you. Yeah, here's where that's going to be. Tell you that you don't have cancer because I never want to give anyone that news. I've had it twice. Wow, super dark ending to the podcast. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> and that is exactly what you can expect from us. Okay, so now we just need an intro. Uh... Something like friendly sparring with Leo and Joe's. Friendly sparring. The friendliest sparring with Leo and Joe's. Friendly sparring. That's it. Ah, all right, cool. Let's start the show.